mean, I can sing. Yeah. Okay, do your thing. That's your song. Right. I mean. What them church bitches be saying? Take your time, baby. Right. Take your time. You know what I'm saying? But uh, welcome, everybody. This is the Ishazoo Talk. I am the host with the mostest. Leave I'm going to think of a different name, but I can't think of a different name. I got to be one. Mama gave me a family college. I am leaving. I am here with my co-host. I say it every time. I'm going to continue to say it because it is the truth. Uh, she is the do-all, be-all of this show. She pushes all the bills and whistles. If it was not for her, we would not have this show. Give a round of applause for Lindsay. Hello, everyone. Breezy Bree is not here. Hopefully she can come in and make her little guest appearance like she always does. She's fastly late because uh, that's just how she is. That's what an amazing person does. But again, this is we. I'm glad y'all have came to visit us. Let's get to some uh, pleasantry. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, please give us a five star so we can continue to get into history. I am outside. I'm outside, y'all. Uh, I've been All doing my, my workouts. I've been doing my calisthenics. I've been drinking my ginger water. I've been uh, trying to get all that. Sometimes I take my shoes off and enjoy nature. I'm really trying to get into stuff that like do a natural cleansing, even though I'm a a lot of weed and I am going to drink. That's just where I'm at in my journey right now, people. If you don't like it, you can kiss my goddamn ass. <laughs> Two minutes they can do what? They can kiss my goddamn ass. <laughs> oh, man. So. I bother everybody start drinking ginger water, by the way. You can make it yourself. And it's good for you. What's it? How is it good for you? Uh, well, the ginger, you know, it uh, helps with uh, inflammation. It opens up the pores. It's good for the immune system. I put a little cilantro in there, too, because cilantro is good for you. Um, helps you with mucus and all that, uh, those type of things. Um, so I, I drink it a lot. My my girl tell me I'm going to turn into a vegetable. I've been really on, like, juices and, like, you know, really trying to, like, cleanse your body, like, uh, for... Uh, Past couple of months, I've I've had like a a real bad uh, event, so I, I I was sitting in that negative energy, and I'm trying to get up out of that negative energy. Mm. So that helps with your mental. Yeah, um, I drink my ginger water. I do my uh, I do my uh, my workouts. I've been meditating, like I said. I've been walking around my backyard barefoot. I've been just trying to get uh, positivity from the earth. Mm, okay. You better than me. I can't walk around barefoot. It's but you do it. Because at first I was like, hell nah, I ain't gonna do no shit like that. But like once I start doing it and feel uh and feeling what it does, because mm-hmm. you know, we're uh, our bodies are magnetic, so you know, you get into the the whole uh, idea of when you Sit your bare feet on the earth, you're getting the magnetic uh, force of the earth into you. So 
I do that, and then I, you know, I do uh, my little meditation. And it's hard to meditate because it's hard to not think about anything but breathing. Because you can get into that, and then the next thing you know, something popping your head about, you know, just whatever. Nigga, you'll think about an old episode of Boy Meets World, and you'd be like, "Where the fuck did that even come from?" <laughs> and then you right. gotta get yourself back on, like just focusing on your breathing. Right, because now you're laughing and shit. So tell people don't. Just sitting there not saying nothing and breathing. If your mind is going, you're not doing it right. You need to just focus on your breathing. Clear it out. Start with two minutes, then try to move on from there. Yeah, I can never do that right. Because I'm I'm focusing on everything else but breathing. And that's the thing. You got to focus on that one. When I was first told that, I was like, I could do this shit easy. Man. I could sit and not say nothing for 30 minutes. But what is my mind? Mind is constant. And that you have to just think about breathing in, out, out, in, out. You know, we would, we just go on the go. We don't even really know how the, our cycle of breathing is supposed to work. Yeah. Like I said, start off with two minutes. If you can't do that, start off with like 30 seconds of just nothing but focusing on your breathing and try to move from there. And how do you feel after you get done? I feel real good. Like, yeah. I, a lot of them is like, it's one of them things is like once you unpack and focus on that, like I said, right now I'm not strong enough to do nothing past two minutes. But once I once that alarm goes off and I know my mind was totally shut down for that two minutes, mm-hmm. I feel good because then everything comes back. And everything comes back with a lot of clarity. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I might try it. I might try it. Yep, so you ready to get into these topics? Let's get into these topics. All right. I was on my bullshit ass Kevin uh, Gates uh, rant, but no, nah, that's, that's the truth. Kevin Gates is special. Um, yeah. And he's rather annoying. Yeah. But anywho. <laughs> he's, he's an acquired taste. He's, yeah. Like his music is cool, but his antics are bigger than his music and that's not necessarily a good thing that's the thing he to me reminds me of the uh the black version of uh thing like you know make all these crazy uh songs mm-hmm. and then when they when sting does interviews things are totally different person well rest in peace sting to be bad sting died yes Sting died a long time ago sting died really yes look it up he died but like he, he was did uh, Kevin Gates be on? It's the same shit he was on. Like semen retention and yoga and stretching and all Sting these things. Dead. Great for the body. Sting ain't dead. You talking about every step you take? You talking about that thing, right? Yeah, Roxanne, Roxanne, that dude. He's not dead. No, you know what? He sure ain't dead. I was thinking about uh. uh the other guy. Uh, you talking about um, Bowie? Bowie, that's what yeah, I was that's what you thinking of. Putting them two together, but no, thing like this thing uh, is alive and well. That was a lot, and you know I want to keep it one hundred. But no, like you could look up thing interviews and like yeah, he's definitely on a different level. Yeah, but that's what it reminds me of all the time. I'm like, ah, oh, he's just a fucking 
black version of Sting. Yeah. Like Sting figured out something that made him feel good, and that's just what he is now. When he makes music, he just taps into a different uh, uh, dimension of who he is. Mm. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, um, the first topic was not my topic, but hey, it is what it is. So, um, so we have this doctor that I believe was in Brazil. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So we have this doctor that was in Brazil that has been arrested for sexually assaulting his patients. He was an anesthesiologist and he only been an anesthesiologist for two months. And so they were worried about the amount of medicine that he was using to put people under. So they put cameras in the operating room and they caught him. They caught him sexually assaulting a woman during her C-section. And, you know, I'm not vulgar. So, <clears throat> um, she, yeah. she was put completely out and, on one side of the curtain, they were doing the C-section. On the other side was just him and the top half of the lady. And, yeah, he sexually assaulted her mouth for like 10 minutes on the video. So he's been arrested. Uh, I'm assuming they're about to look back and see how many patients he's put under. Because, I mean, when you're under, you don't know what's going on with your body. So, you can't be like, oh, he assaulted me. But, yeah. That's really fucked up. Um, it's purely fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, because you're in a process of, you know, bringing a life into this world and you're getting assaulted at the same time. And what type of fucked up individual are you that you will want to assault somebody while they're under. I mean, like, they can't do nothing. Like, you are, you gotta be one twisted as individual. It's just nasty and gross. Um, yeah, what are, what are your thoughts? You know, honestly, I'm just trying to figure out um, and what level of life that you have to be in now. I understand it's 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 a lot of smart perverts out here. Don't get me mm-hmm. wrong. What left perverted ass life where you feel like in front of a bunch of people you can get your dicks a, a bit of sleep. <laughs> like like let's put this shit in perspective. Like this people that's performing a whole ass C six. These these motherfuckers is doing an amazing job. Right, right. And the only thing you can think about is how wet this lady's mouth feels. Like how salivating was this mouth to you? You pervaded as to do where you was like, need not only did you you have to have a hard dick, like your dick was hard. When you see her mouth, he was like yeah, I'm fucking this. Like, what level are you on, my dude? And then my whole thing was, was he couldn't have, he couldn't have ejaculated. 
You know what I'm saying? Because if she woke up with some shit in her mouth, I mean... But he could have, because all he had to do is be like, oh, nah, she's drooling. Clean that out. Like, she just waking up with a salty fucking mouth, and he like, nah, that's just because your mouth dry. Like, God, man. Like, right. that was like, hey, nah, here, chew this ice. You, <laughs> you know what I'm uh, <laughs> uh. He could have damn weird, yeah, he could have nutted in his lady mouth. Ugh. Because I seen the video. I seen the video. Like you saw he the looked video. around. He looked around, adjusted her head, looked around again, like put his dick in there. Looked around again, you know, whatever, and just kept it pushing while they were operating. This nigga just like, yeah, this old dick in her mouth. Like, dude, like, nigga, did you know her in a uh, in a past tense, like, did you know her? Like, oh, this bitch gave the best head in fucking whatever neighborhood in Brazil, and you wanted to, like, relive that? Like, I, I just don't, I don't get it. Yeah, but he had to been doing it, like, basically the whole time. You know what I'm saying? But my whole thing is, is that, like, did nobody, like, on the other, I mean, I understand that your focus is on the operation, but did nobody look up and see him going like this? Like, I don't, that's the part I don't understand. Because he wasn't doing that. He was smooth with it. He was standing still and looking over to see if they was looking, and he was, like, you know, just doing his thing. Like, you know, you can thrust and not move your, you know what I'm saying, the upper body. You don't, nobody's paying attention to your legs. They mm. looking at you, looking at her vitals. So you could be staring at her vitals. They thinking you're doing a good job, and in your head, you like, oh, fuck. Oh, oh. Like, this nigga was on some weird-ass shit. Yeah, you, you, are, you, there is a special section in hell for people like this. Like, this is ridiculous. Oh, hell does exist. You don't wake up every day with a demon dick in his mouth. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Absolutely, that shit. What is wrong with people? Like, why? Why on earth? Why on earth? Why on another planet would you want to do some shit like that? Like, that's that's gross. Just thinking about it makes me nauseous. That's it. You know, the thing is that the only silver lining to me about this, and I, I know that that's going to sound good, but the, the only silver lining was that he got caught. Because imagine if they didn't put cameras in there. And how many motherfucking mouths seen and violated? Like, if you do this in front of everybody, eventually you're gonna because, like, like how other like serial killers and all that, you know, they just start advancing to do other shit because forget cops. Like, imagine what you know what I'm saying? Like, what would have happened if nobody copped this shit where, where it is right now? Mm-hmm. Like, so that's the only silver lining to me. I'm like, oh man, thank God that they caught him because. Just think if he been doing this shit for 16 years. Right, exactly. Just think, like, if he had an STD or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, how can you explain that to your to your mate? Congratulations. You know? It's a girl, but you got chlamydia. Right. In your mouth. Like <laughs> mouth. Like, yeah. In your mouth. Congratulations, but you got a bum bum. Right. Like, <laughs> like, what the fuck? Right, like that shit is crazy. Like, there's no, there's no explaining that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's none. 
So, yeah, and thank God it's only two months. Like like you said, the silver lining and shit, like, thank goodness it was only two months that he's been licensed, you know? But... He's been putting, he been putting bitches under so tough, they ain't been able to be like, what you doing? Stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, they've like, been completely out. out. They, right. they out. They like drunk sleep. Right. Right, and that was that was the reason why they put cameras in there because they're like, how much of this medicine are you using? Like these yeah. type of surgeries don't require this much. They don't require people to be completely out. You know what no, I mean? No, no, I just don't want her to feel pain. That, no, nigga, you want to put your dick in her. Right. And you didn't want to give her two less uh, of anesthesia because you know, like uh, that one, um, uh, that one um, comedy show with Martin. Uh, Martin was like, the bitch wake up like. Who's digging right. like, this? You didn't want that situation to happen. Right, right. So he was like, oh, he was yeah. definitely putting her down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so he definitely was like, yeah, you got to be out. Yeah, like, bro. Like, it, it's no way, like, any any sexual deviant like that, it was no way he wouldn't come in the next I'm going to keep it 100. You think so? Yeah, because you just not, come on, man. If you just that type of person, you ain't just putting your dick in there to get your dick hard. Because you can't walk around with a hard dick when everything is all done. You got to get that shit off. Yeah. Yeah, you got a point there. You got a point there. Like, we couldn't have just stuck his dick in her mouth and, and kept going and then was like, okay, cool. You know, they, they take the curtain off and this nigga's dick is coming. Because he got scrubs on, nigga. Your dick is showing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, that motherfucker had to release. Gross. That's fucking gross. <laughs> this bitch waking up talking about, damn, nigga. My throat feel like an ashtray because this nigga smoked cigarettes constantly. <laughs> this, nigga, this nigga didn't bust cigarette nothing, yo. <laughs> oh, goodness. Or he you like, you know what? I taste aloe vera. This nigga eats very wet. <laughs> Not aloe vera. Ugh. Fucking gross, dog. That is gross. Huh. Ugh. I'm, yeah. just, I'm just saying, like. But that makes you think about, like, how things will be in the future. Like, are they going to have to record everybody's surgery? And, you know, with it not being in America, they have different rules and regulations. Would recording in America be a HIPAA violation? Or do you have to sign yeah. off on it? it? It would be. You have to. You would have to sign off on it because it would be a HIPAA violation. Yeah. My thing is, with his perverted ass, I'm, I, I'm not even going to uh, say that, like, He's the first to do this. I think, because it's only been two months in, mm-hmm. I think he was, he might have been taught, like, a motherfucker that, uh, that said, put this amount, put this amount, and they totally out. Like, somebody had to tell him the right amount to make him, like, totally, totally knocked out and unaware of this shit. Yeah. So, my thing is, because everybody be rushing down in Brazil to get their teeth fixed, and get a BBL and all that shit. He's just the he's the fucking cherry on the cake. Nobody got into the cake yet. 
to a yeah. lot of you bitches be waking up extra sore. A nigga that ran through you. Yeah. Yeah, you definitely got a point there. Um, so ain't no telling. Ain't no telling. This might be a thing. This might have been something he learned in in school. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just you know? imagine you going down to Brazil to get a BBL. You wake up, you, your body all hurt, but your fucking, your fucking hips are shifting. Right. <laughs> right. This nigga, that, this nigga that rapping dog shit out of you. <laughs> Because he didn't made your body the way he like it. <laughs> oh, man. Man, just imagine, like, you wondering why your jaw ain't, ain't aligned perfectly. Right. You know? But you got straight-ass teeth. Yeah. But, but when you smile, you still got a crooked smile like J. Cole. Because this <laughs> nigga didn't fuck your jaw up. <laughs> Hell no. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. That's terrible it's terrible yeah he like yeah you we need to put you to sleep for this he like man motherfucker like nah you just you just you know what i'm saying just put me in regular anesthesia i'll be fine like nah we gotta put you to sleep yeah yeah absolutely not that's some foolishness straight up straight you wake up. up with the back of your tonsils raw as fuck mm-hmm. with some nice looking ass teeth right see straight though and yeah, then this is what i heard Speaking of the teeth, this is what I heard that when you go out of the country to get your teeth done and stuff, you gotta go back out the country if something happens, like if yeah. you chip it or something like that. So yeah, you might want to go on ahead and pay that extra thousand and get that shit done here. That's what I said. I, I, I don't understand why people do it. Like if you if you put the cost of the trip plus the surgery, because like. I think they do the surgery down there for like maybe thirty five, four thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. Some real cheap. But if you just did it here, it's eight thousand dollars. If you get it, if you get it good, right now if you get it like immaculate, like that's when they start charging you. That's what a lot of people don't understand. Like, man, if you get it immaculate, like uh, all teeth done, that shit is like thirty thousand dollars. But if you just want the front done, real nice. Like eight grand, just spend the eight grand. Yeah, right, right, right. And I mean, and then they got ways to pay for it. Like they got finance options and stuff like that. Like you don't have to come up with that whole amount up front. You know what I'm saying? Like there's ways to get around it. Yeah, you know. I've been wanting to get my teeth fixed. I've been looking at it to uh, do it. I'm like, okay, I'll I'll just make payments over shit. Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna. I'm definitely not going out of town for a nigga to mouth fuck me. Let's test so these out. Let's make sure they work. Be like, yeah, you fix your teeth. I would never go out there no more because I know it's a nigga <laughs> that puts you under and put his dick in your mouth. Right. Right. Like, so let me let me test these out right quick and make sure they work before I send them back home. Right. Let me open your mouth up. Make sure you ain't uh. Tearing a nigga dick up with no <laughs> thing when, when they put their dick in there. Right. Make sure the edges yeah. are straight, you know. Yeah, no, I don't want to get no straights yet. Your mouth good. You, you good. <laughs> good. That's because right. that nigga didn't push that job to capacity. <laughs> right. Oh, man. That shit is trash, yo. That shit is trash. Fuck that shit. Yeah. Because that, that, that right there should be a, a 
what them old people say in that uh that that short story to tell you not to have the long run. Mm-hmm. Nah. Right. You don't need that. Keep going out of town, man. Somebody somebody done fucked you in the mass. A lot of niggas walking around this motherfucker with nice ass teeth. Don't even know they got a nigga's kids juggling <laughs> on that goddamn tonsils right now. Oh man. Huh. And they walking around looking like the donkey from Shrek with them big ass chompers. Right. Motherfucking stupid ass teeth. Then when you go to bed and lie down, you get that one uh TikTok. You hear that kid. That shit's in your mouth, nigga. That shit's in your mouth. Got damn babies in your mouth. Oh my gosh. So moral of the story, don't go out of the country for your surgeries. Yeah. Ever again. In life. Or after life. Like, no. Yeah. Unless cool. you went to that. It's just a lot of people that's in It's just like to get pissed off. So it's, <laughs> it might be a girl that's like, ooh, I can't wait. Right. Right. Can I get can I get that special? I want it with right. the special sauce. She going there like, yeah, fix my teeth and close her eyes and do this shit. <laughs> They're like, ma'am, you got to, no, ma'am, you got to, you got to put this wire in your mouth. Oh, 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 my bad, my bad. <laughs> right. You got to ask for it with a special code and knock right. three times on the door and shit like that. Like, no, that, that's not on the menu. With the, um, with, the, uh, with the extra polish. Right. Well, no we got. <laughs> right. Uh. Yeah, gross. Ugh. Yeah. So, yeah. So hopefully they put that man under the jail. Um. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then hopefully that lady sues the fucking uh, hospital and yeah. gets like uh, a bunch of money to take care of her kids. Yeah. Right. Right. Because how dare you? You know what I'm saying? How? Because what if you? <laughs> This is the thing. You know, I'm stupid. I just, my mind, my mind goes down weird rabbit hole. Like, what if she don't even like to suck dick? <laughs> <laughs> what if she hated to suck dick? And she found out she got mouth fucked by having a baby. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, stress man. on this hoe. It's horrible. stress by far. Man, it's she so fuck around and have to have counseling for the rest of her life. Right. What if she was saving her mouth for her husband and you just violated her? You violated That's fucked up, yo. And you couldn't do nothing. You didn't even know this shit was happening. Nope. Oh, my gosh. You just woke up dry mouth. Super dry mouth. Oh, yeah. They told you, oh, yeah, that's what anesthesia does. Right, right. That's a nah, symptom. That's for sure. That's what dick do when they fuck. He didn't bust a nut in your shit and kept your mouth open. He didn't even bother to shut your mouth. Right. Right. Oh, that's terrible. That is so damn terrible. Uh, prayers for that lady. Bless her heart. Then you got to be a strong nigga because what if she snores? Like you suck a dick through a snore. Um, 
Man, I thought they put something like on your face or something like that when you're under anesthesia. So he just he pulled that shit to the side. He did. He put dick and balls on her face. With, uh, <laughs> that's what he did. Oh God, that is making my stomach hurt. Ugh. But bless her heart, Lord. But you know when somebody when some when they put you down, you know what I'm saying. Any doctor when they put you down, like if you get into a deep deep uh, sleep like that, mm-hmm. yeah, some people snore. Yeah. Like, if you know that person, like, my girl, for example, she don't snore at all. She's not a snorer. But if she's drunk and she goes to sleep and she in that deep-ass drunk sleep, she snore like a motherfucker. That's how I know she drunk. Yeah. I'm like, she drunk. Because normally she just sleep like a goddamn, like, like, like a dead person. You, you don't hear shit. Mm. But if she's uh-huh. drunk, you, she going to be like... Yeah. So he just imagine you putting your dick in your mouth doing. Maybe that stops so it. He, he going through the. Mm. He going through the. <laughs> 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 this nigga. This nigga's ass. He needs to be shot, man. Right. They need a firing squad. That is horrible. Oh my god. Because I would never do Jasmine like. I would never be like, yeah, this is the time to put my dick in. Right. That is it's so far from the time. It's not appealing at all. No. Ugh. Ugh. All right. Let's move on. <clears throat> Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, <clears throat> Lisa Ray recently has made um, the blogs because she has a requirement of someone that she's dating. Um, a person that she's dating basically has to pay all her bills. And, you know, me personally, I don't have a problem with her requirement because that's her requirement. If anybody wants to date her, that's what she requires. She's telling you up front is, so you know what you're getting into. You know what I'm saying? Um, I do remember when she was married to the president of Turks and Caicos. When she divorced him, it was a finance issue that was going on during the divorce. So maybe she has PTSD from that and she's just like, fuck that. I'm not gonna um I'm not gonna mess with somebody that's like posing, excuse me, to be one way and then turn around and be another way. So to eliminate yeah. all that, you know. This is my requirement. Yeah, wasn't it, uh, wasn't it he was, like, stealing from the people and shit? Because, like, didn't he end up going to jail? I don't think he went to jail or anything like that, but I know he had, like, gifted her, like, bent, I think he gifted her, like, a Bentley or something, and he was paying for all this types of stuff, but then when the divorce came, the shit was, like, about to get repoed and whatnot because he wasn't paying on it and all this kind of stuff, so... She was just like, and she wasn't trying to give it back because she's like, that shit is mine. That was a gift. Why do I got to pay for it and whatnot? So, because remember, she had a um, reality show around the time that she had, she was going through her divorce. <clears throat> and, uh, yeah, so it was it was a mess. Like, that divorce was kind of a mess. So, um, but people, you know, people felt some type of way that these were her requirements or whatever. So. Um, I mean, each 
each relationship has different requirements. So whatever works in that relationship works in that relationship. I'm not going to hate on a relationship, you know, because that's their relationship. What works for them may not work for me and vice versa. And you can't you can't be mad at her for putting the shit out there in in the beginning, you know. And if you're not if you're not willing to do it or you're not able to do it, then you can't fuck with her. Like just leave it alone. Why even why even start? You know, so what are your thoughts on it? <clears throat> I mean, um uh, when you told me about this, uh, that's why I said, you know, uh Lisa Ray and like other women of her uh of her stature is in a different type of class. You know, um and that's not downplaying any woman. I don't care if you've got a corporate job or you uh, are you a, uh, a janitor or you work at McDonald's. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is she's a, she, she's in a different type of uh, type of class of dating where um, the man that she has been with, uh, quote unquote, been on, on good financial means. Uh, so, yeah, I don't have with anything Lisa racist. Because um, it should always be requirements in relationships. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's, let's keep this 100. It should always be requirements. You should have requirements for your woman. She should have requirements for you. This is how things are supposed to work. I want everybody to stop thinking the whole, um, you know, you get in a relationship for me. But that love comes. Love does come. But before love comes, you need to have an understanding of each other. Yeah, and so if if you haven't figured that out in, in life yet, then that's your problem, and that's why you have a problem with what Lisa Ray said. Because you know, some women, some women, that's not a requirement. Mm-hmm. Some women, it is. So my that I, I'm, I'm gonna talk to y'all right now. If that's not a requirement for you, if, if you don't like that, if you like that's some weird shit, whatever. Don't date outside your bag. You gotta know what your bag is. If your bag can take care of it, and that's a requirement, then it shouldn't be no problem. Right. So it, it shouldn't be. Now, if your bag is it, it, it can't do it, then you don't date that. You don't date that woman. Like you, you know, you. Hopefully, your mouthpiece is good enough. You can just fucking keep it moving. You can't date her. Yeah. Cause I, I, I mean, I can. You know, for a fact, I done been there, done that. I done messed with some bitches that had some bread. But I wasn't gonna take care of that. I, 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 I in the in the in the means to take care of it. But hey, I talk a good enough game. I might suck out of this and just keep it pushing. And I can grab and I and I'll be at your wedding happy for you because I know that nigga can do what you want him to do. Right. I can't do it. Be throwing the rice with the best of them. I, I sure will. <laughs> I sure will. I ain't gonna have no problem. I, people gotta understand that you know. Relationships or or a compromise, and you shouldn't get uh, mad at what Lisa Ray says. The people that are up in an uproar about what Lisa Ray says because they don't have the means to do it. Yeah, you know, I uh, my girl don't have to worry, and I'm I'm just I'm blessed to have that financial gain that my girl doesn't have to worry. She ain't never stressed off the bill, uh, the mortgage, any of that. She ain't never stressed off of it. I ain't never put that on mm-hmm. at this time. I can understand the dude that doesn't have them. So you don't date a woman that requires it. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean, 
that's basically what I said. We're, we're in agreement on that, you know. Um, <clears throat> I just feel like like people like really, really should just date within their income. Like if that's something that they can't do, that's fine. You just can't date her. You know what I'm saying? And you don't want to get a year down the line and then figure out, oh, this bitch is basically trying to scam me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know? So, and it ain't necessarily a scam. It's just what she want and what she don't want. Yeah. And she yeah, and she's she saying it up front. And that's the thing. She made it up front. That, that should be the most respect um, in the beginning of a relationship you can give anybody. Mm-hmm. And be upfront with what you like, and be upfront with what you what you withstand and what you can't stand. Yeah, like she gives that. Like you should think of that. That's the utmost respect. She ain't even lied to you. She ain't even you know because men and women lie to you. A nigga lied to you all the time in a particular relationship. Oh baby, don't worry about it. I got it. I got it. It's stinging yeah. that nigga every time. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he blow up and he blame it on you. But you didn't. Cause I be doing this shit for you. Nigga, that ain't her fault. You should have right. been said you ain't got. And see, that's the problem. Like, cause it, cause it, <clears throat> which I've been saying for years, it costs a lot to date. You know what I'm saying? On both sides, whether you're the one that's paying for every date or whether you're the one that isn't, it costs a lot. Like, if if I never pulled out a dollar on a date, it costs a lot to prep for that date. So if you ain't got the money to date, maybe you should, you know, rearrange your priorities to get your money right to date. You know what I mean? And that's okay. Or date within your means. Just date yeah. within your means. That's all. Well, yeah. like that you know, means- if if you a nigga that you know you work at you you work at Burger King. Mm-hmm. This this is this is this is your job. You you do an excellent job, and and in a week they 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 about to um. Turn you into a fruitier. Like you really doing your job. But you got a Burger King uh amount of money. So don't date somebody who's in the corporate field and requires a man to do more. Because it ain't gonna work for you. Right. It ain't gonna unless she's willing to take that. We have to understand it like, you know, it it you know, the prince and the pauper rule. You know, it's a, it, it's gonna always be a a, a woman. Who can deal with that? If her isn't what Lisa Ray is. But either way it goes, and until you find that prince, if you're a pomper, you need to stay between pomper means. That's, yeah. I mean, I hate to say it like that, but honest to God, truth. If I couldn't pay all the bills and take care of everything here, and and Jasmine's like, I ain't going to do it, then I, would, I, I shouldn't be with Jasmine. Yeah. We gotta find somebody that's, you know what I'm saying, comfortable with you. You know, you about to be a crew chief in a week. Maybe look for somebody that's, you know what I'm saying, in a field similar. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you get that person that uh works down there at Taco Bell. Yeah. You know or you know anybody. You know, it's 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 teachers don't get paid shit, and they some of the smartest people in the world. Mm-hmm. You know, get you somebody that you can learn from. Yeah. And y'all in the same financial boundaries where y'all can she you can learn from her and you can grow from there. And eventually y'all will get past the teacher in the Burger King salary. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, make it work for you. You just can't go off and be like, I'm gonna get the president of uh the president of motherfucking uh IBM. Yeah. And <laughs> you a janitor. <laughs> like it don't work unless she wants it that way. A rich woman gets to choose you. That's the that's the that's the trick. Yeah. Yeah, so we kinda like getting into that whole Kevin Samuels high value man, high value woman type type of conversation. Well, I don't even want to put it in that because it's not high value enough. I just think people should be smart about their dating of uh, women. Like yeah. when you're dating, you should understand where you're at in dating. You know, if if you're trying to talk to a lady and this lady tell you off the flip, how oh, I like to eat bees every weekend and I like to do this and I like to do that, pop, 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 pop. If that's something you can't afford, then you don't need to front like you can. Right. Right, right, because you're you gonna know, put yourself in a situation. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And but, but like you said earlier, like you just need to be upfront and honest in the beginning on what you can do, what you can't do. You know what I'm saying? What your requirements are, uh, because you'll save a lot. You'll save a lot of time if you are like that. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not mad at Lisa Ray at all. Nah, you can't be mad at Lisa. If you're mm-hmm. mad at Lisa Ray, it's because uh you're overachieving when it comes to relationships. Because uh, you know, as a man, you we supposed to be taught that at, at the end of the day, um, we supposed to provide some type of comfort. That's our comfort level. You mm-hmm. need to find out a woman's comfort level and see if you're uh if you're able to match that. If you can't then it's not no point. Don't 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 put her through that process. And mm-hmm. you know, I understand you got a dream of being big and all that. Yes, you can do that, but you probably want to do that uh, for yourself and not with a you know what I'm saying, not with a a, a whole nother uh, bag of a woman that requires this. Yeah. What Lisa Ray requires, a, a, a lot of men uh, can't afford, even the men in front like they can. Yeah. You know, a lot of men can't afford it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep it 100 with you. The majority of the men that can afford that type of shit already are taking care of they want. Yeah. Like, it wouldn't be a problem. Like, that would be chump change to them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're already doing it. So, it, it, it's no... It's no... It, those niggas ain't the ones arguing. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Like, when you talk about the Kevin Samuel shit, it, 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 it's that, you know, it's not the women who, who understand him that's arguing. It's the it's the women that uh, that don't understand him because they're not on that level of understanding. Those mm-hmm. are the ones that are. I agree. I agree with that assessment. Um, yeah, because I wasn't I wasn't a a hater of Kevin Samuels. It was just with him. It was his delivery that was the problem. But when you sit back and think about what he was saying, he low key was right. Exactly. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Even I, when I, we talked about him. We talked about him like in the very beginning of the show when that um video went viral. Yeah. Yeah. And I was saying it back then, I was like, kinda ain't wrong. You know. So and you did, I mean it's Kevin Samuels uh spoke facts. Yeah. And that's uh what a lot of people uh fail to realize. Because a lot of people don't think with their mind, they think with their heart, or they think with their pussy or they dick. Mm-hmm. 
culture and they don't they don't think logically. He was stating facts. These are facts. This ain't oh well we fell in love and I didn't have nothing and he brought me up there. That happens, but that don't happen to everybody. Right. Because that don't happen to everybody, you need to you you need to dot your eyes and cross your teeth. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, like shit happens or whatever, and you know, if you with somebody or whatever, you have their back and vice versa. That's one thing, but just a requirement just out the gate, I'm telling you what it is. If you can do it, cool. If you can't, then you know, we can be cool, but we ain't gonna be dating. You know? And 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 that's why I said, I mean, maybe you gotta maybe you can get a good a good enough mouthpiece to get your dick sucked like the Brazilian doctor did. You know what I'm saying? But if not, you just move on. Yeah. And that's okay. And that's the thing. Like, if you can't do it, that's okay. If you don't want to do it, that's okay. You know what I'm saying? If this is her requirement, that's okay. You know, Jesus will still love us all. So, yeah. I mean, if you watch the full interview with Lisa Ray, she even said, like, you know, um, some things, you know, if, if it's just for sex, it's just sex. That's just mm-hmm. what it is. But if uh, a requirement to date her, right. it's different. Right, right. That's a whole different ball game. That's a whole different ball game. So I'm, I'm not mad at her. I'm not mad at her at all. If, if you ain't got that bag, man, just try to fuck, man. Don't try to make her your woman. <laughs> ain't gonna happen. Yeah. Now, if she won't fuck, and you happen to have the right game, you might be at the right place at the right time. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, so that's Lisa Ray. So, I can say that we are in agreement with Lisa Ray. Totally in agreement. Yeah. So, this is, uh huh. I was about to say, this ain't a lady that, uh, that, uh, her whole life she dated janitor, uh, uh, janitors and niggas that work the team over. This lady that dated some niggas with money. Right. She dated a whole president. Right. Her requirement is way better than the lady who is a secretary in the middle of a fucking uh, law firm. Her requirements are different. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And even even if the money didn't follow the president, that name alone, like how you gonna come behind... A motherfucking president. I don't care what the pre. It could have been the president of of the uh, KFC down the street. That's a president, though. You know what I'm saying? Like it's hard to follow behind a president. So yeah, we gonna have some requirements if you gonna follow behind him. Just think, think. Because I thought about it when um when I was watching the interview, I was like, damn. Just think about. Asking the first lady of Turks and Caicos to pay the light bill. <laughs> Ain't that some ignorant shit? Ain't that like, even as a dude, I wouldn't want I wouldn't want her to have that on me if I was a dude. Like, exactly. just on the strength, like, nah, if I'm fucking with the former first lady of anything, it could be the former first lady of First Baptist Church down the street from the river, you know, church of God in Christ bullshit. I don't know, but 
the first lady of anything, you're not going to have that on my head that while you was fucking with me, you had to pay some shit. Like, oh, I'm behind on my light bill or I'm behind on my phone bill. I, I had to call and make a payment arrangement. No, not while you fucking with me. No. The only way that rides is if the first lady of Turks and Caicos met you with your job and knew what your job was and knew what you were making. Yeah. And then, and, and that's But I'm paying you, something. I'm taking over something. If I'm a dude, I don't care where I work. I don't care if you love me for me. I'm I'm handling something. You know what I'm saying? I, I just I don't I, care I, if I'm can't. just pumping your gas every other week. Like, yeah, you gotta you, do you gotta do something. You gotta it, do it something. Be, no way. <laughs> like the like broke women be doing niggas. Motherfuckers be trying to call and they be like, "What's up? What you doing?" Oh, nothing is tripping off these bills. Like a, a man should never be able to say that to the first lady of Turks and Caicos. <laughs> right. <laughs> Wondering how I'm gonna pay this water bill. She should hang up automatically. Right. Like we don't have we don't have that type of struggle over here. I'm cool. Yeah. No. We're, yeah. we're in two different leagues. My yeah. Name. Yeah. We're good. We're good. Like, we, no. We're not gonna be able to communicate. We're good. So. Yeah. Take, you can't take that away from her. Yeah. I mean, you really can't. You really can't. So, next up. <clears throat> so, there is a podcast, YouTube show, internet show, whatever the hell it is. I don't know. Um, I don't even know if it's like a real life show or a parody of a show. It seems like it's a parody and the people just don't know it. But there's a show hosted by Funny Marco. Um, shout out to him because he's from Kansas City, Kansas. He's from the other side. Shout out to Funny Marco. Yeah. So um, he hosts this show where he interviews famous people, famous, semi-famous, formerly famous um, people. And there was this show or this recent interview that he did with Orlando Brown. Everybody knows Orlando Brown. Um from That's So Raven, from The Proud Family, and various other things. Uh, He was on on the Jamie Foxx Show episode. He was on... He was on Major Pain. Uh, What's that show? Family Matters. Remember he was on Family Matters for a stint. Um, Very popular child actor. Very talented child actor. He's actually a talented rapper as well. Um... He's actually a legend. He's been on uh, legendary shows. He's a legend. Yeah, yeah. You got you got to give him that. Um, so yeah, so he did an interview with him recently that recently aired, and in the interview, um, it's kind of controversial because some people are saying that he went too far with the interview. Some people, you know, are thinking that it was funny or whatever, but um. In the interview, they went over several things, and then several there was things that came out as well. One thing that went viral, stupid viral, was when, um, which this was unprovoked. He said that Bow Wow had good pussy. I, it was completely random. 
but yeah. He said that Bow Wow had good pussy. Um, then that clip, of course, went viral, and Bow Wow commented on the clip, which caused Orlando Brown to reply and basically double down on him saying it because a lot of people including myself was like and eh, maybe he meant nah he meant that shit <laughs> so <laughs> um first off did you watch the video in its entirety the interview in its entirety yes i did yes okay. i did do you it feel was... like funny marco went too far i do not i i feel like um mm-hmm. funny marco but um for his brand of comedy, his brand of comedy is uh, offbeat, um, and it's uh, it's only it's, it's an acquired comedy. It is very acquired. You are absolutely but correct. I will say, um, funny Marco's comedy works out because of the type of uh, responses he gets from people, mm-hmm. and. You, we dealing with Orlando Brown here, like so. Let's not forget who we know. Like we could talk all the accolades about what he did as a child actor. I'm gonna talk about Orlando Brown as a grown motherfucking man who has um, put his foot in his mouth so many motherfucking times. His his breath smells like George. Like this is. This is what this nigga does. Smells like the 11s he had on in the interview. Yeah. Man. <laughs> I, I ain't even gonna talk about how he tied them motherfuckers. This was totally disrespectful. We're gonna get off that. Listen. Yeah. Um, the thing about it is when Orlando, because Orlando's not stupid. Orlando is, uh, he's a little off, but he's not a dumb. Mm-hmm. When he realized what this conversation was about, Oh, uh, he totally made it for the view. Oh yeah. So, um, the fact about it is, when he said what he said about Bow Wow, of course he's gonna double down on it. You know why? Because that gets him popping. That gets music popping. That gets him somewhere, and that gets him another bag. So we, uh, if you, we can talk about Orlando Brown about drug use and how he didn't fell out the limelight and all this old extra shit. But uh, if you watch that interview, that nigga pulled up in a nice-looking bed. That nigga had on a nice-looking bed, although he had those those shoes tied up very wrong. You don't do your levels like that, man. You're very disrespectful. Mad but, disrespectful. Um, uh, he ain't hurting for shit, and mm-hmm. he's going to look for a bag. Yeah. And that was a bag for him, for him to be like, because he already seen how this shit was shifting. He, he was laughing. He was like, oh, "Okay, okay, this is what this is." So he played into it. Yeah. Then like, yeah, I'm gonna double down on it. Like, come on, man, whatever. Because if I tell, if I say a nigga got some good pussy, and his response is, "I thought we was supposed to be doing this and doing that, doing that," I'm like, "Oh, this nigga's scary. This is a scary <laughs> ass nigga." So I'm gonna keep playing with this nigga. I ain't gonna lie, I'm petty that way. I'm gonna keep playing with a nigga. Mm-hmm. Because if if it's turned if, if I was Bow Wow and Orlando said that shit, I get right on live and be like, "Hey man, you know what? We ain't gonna discuss this. 
on this platform, but I, what I'm I will say is, uh, where you at? I'm in Atlanta, such and such and such, right here. Come look me in the face and tell me I got some good pussy. You know, honestly, I wouldn't even reply. Like I wouldn't even, I would have paid that shit dust. I wouldn't even gave it no life because we all know. We all know that Orlando Brown got his issues or whatever, and don't nobody be really paying him no mind on what come out of his mouth. So for him to reply to it, it was like you're you're breathing life into this comment. You're making you're making it even more viral than what it was. You know what I'm and, saying? And that's what I'm saying. Like, because I didn't hear about it until. Because we know what Bow Wow's gonna do. Bow Wow's gonna speak. Now me, like I said, if I was Bow Wow. I'm just out uh, mentality. That's how I would have addressed it. Now, me just being me, I would have never said nothing about it. If somebody would have asked me about it, I'm going to just laugh. I'm going to just be like, man, that nigga's crazy. And right. keep it fucking moving. Just right. like, nigga, who, who the fuck says that? Like, he didn't say he had some pussy. He right. didn't say he had boom. He said that nigga got some good pussy. Right. And that's what I was saying. Because, like, when I first heard about it, it was because of Bow Wow's response. So I probably wouldn't have even heard about it had it not been for Bow Wow responding. So when I went back and saw exactly what he said, because I was thinking at first he said bussy too. Because I'm like, that's the only thing that would make sense. But no, this motherfucker said pussy. And it's like, okay. But if you're saying, like, are you getting him confused with little mama? You know, I think the internet going crazy over there. Like this, is the bad wow, man. Yeah, and then they also brought up because remember, um, Aaron Hernandez, fiance, looks like bad wow. Yeah. So some people was like, "This is who he meant," but then when he doubled down, it was like, "All right, nigga, like this ain't no, nah, you meant bad <laughs> But yeah, I mean, but but I agree thing. with you. Like I think I think after he saw that this shit was not what he thought going in, he was like, "All right, y'all want to play? Let's play." Yeah, that's all he was doing. Like, yeah, this ain't no issue. Everybody, man, come on, man. Bow Wow got kids, so we know this nigga ain't got a. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, let's just keep it real. That the the whole thing in a nutshell is this right here got everybody talking about Atlanta. Yeah. It got him more views. It got Funny Marco. Shout out to Funny Marco because it got that nigga amazing views. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, we know it's a bunch of bullshit. So, because <laughs> nobody's the, taking the, it seriously. Thing, like, not one huh? person. Nobody's taking it seriously. Not one person. Like, nobody. <laughs> Come on, man. Everybody everybody has seen my Instagrams my, and, 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 and my Facebook rants about it. I yeah. just said the other day. Like, fuck being her piece. She ain't got Bow Wow pussy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking joke. It's a motherfucking joke. Oh, man. Like, yeah, just just let it be a joke and let it... Right, my thing is this. But you can't joke Here's with Bow Wow. That's the problem. You can't joke with Bow Wow. Yeah, he and ta- that's the thing. Cause he, yeah, he takes everything so damn Bow Wow's the king of cat. Let, let, let's, let's clear the air. Bow Wow's the king of cat. So this is this is why I think this is amazing because this nigga be capping all the time for a nigga to cap on him. It just it, to me it's like the cherry on top. 
Like, it's like, yeah, nigga, stop lying, because this is the shit that can happen to you. Right. You know, so I, I, I just, I love the joke. And my thing is, the thing that really bothers me, you know, what, uh, what that nigga uh, Peter Griffin say, um, what really grinds my gears, right, right, right. my gears is a man to say, you got some good pussy. <laughs> and your response is saying, uh, I didn't know that just talk to each other. Like, how you big up a nigga that tells you you got some good pussy? I would big him up. Like I said, if I was Bow Wow and I had Bow Wow's mentality, I'm not bigging you up. I'm going to get on there and be like, hey, man, fuck nigga, you can find me at such and such and such. I'm here tonight. Matter of fact, you being Cal, okay, cool. I'm a Cali Wednesday, nigga. Show up. Like, yeah. if I'm if I'm be on Bow Wow. Now, on my terms, if the nigga would have said, Lily got some good ass pussy, <laughs> I'm just going to California. I'm finding out where he at, and I'm going to sit at the table and I'm going to be like, Now say that shit in my face. Right. Tell me in my face that I got some good ass pussy. <laughs> like, that's, I, that's, because if I, because if you do it in my face, then that gives me every reason. To slap you with these motherfucking dicks, I got his hand. <laughs> right. That's just what it is. They mess around and redo that song. Now that would be a flex if Orlando redid bomb ass pussy. <laughs> Ooh. You know what? I ain't even gonna lie. Because Orlando Brown can spit. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. He's lie. very talented. You know, remaking prime ass pussy would yeah. be. Crazy. He got man. Oh man, he got to remake that song. That's a that's like that's like a no brainer. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, that nigga. I, all jokes aside, man, Orlando Brown is he's really talented. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But some people took offense to it because you know he's actually been on the straight and narrow. He got clean. He got a family now. He's doing Christian rap. So some people took offense because they exploited him while he's on his journey, you know, of sobriety. But I mean, I get it. But I, I also know um, that when he seen what the what, what the move was in the room, because if you watch the whole interview, he was out the whole time. Yeah. Right. right. Once he, I ain't going to say the whole time, but once he realized it was some bullshit, like when he walked in and seen Funny Marco in this bullshit, that's what he was really looking like. This is what y'all doing? Right, right, right. He, he you can tell he was a little mic. apprehensive. Yeah. Yeah, he was blowing into his mic to see if somebody said something. Mm -hmm. And as soon as they said some weird shit, he was like, oh, okay, this is. This, this is actually being recorded. All right. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I'm, I'm just about to be on some silly shit. Because mm -hmm. y'all want some silly shit. He laughed the whole fucking time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he did. My favorite part is when Funny Marco walked away and said he was going to get something to eat. And he said, he going to, boy, do the interview for him. <laughs> the little nigga was like four. And that nigga can't even read. He's like, I don't even know who this is. He right. was like, I can't I read. Right. <laughs> that was I funny. Like, man. These niggas at, at whatever podcast or uh, whatever uh, studio, did Buddy Marco do his shit? But these niggas are funny. Yeah. Yeah. And see, and for me, like, 
Funny Marco has never been my brand of comedy. I don't think he's funny at all. But that was an entertaining interview. I'm not going to front. That was an entertaining it's interview. It's required to sometimes works and it chimes out for you um, mm-hmm. for certain people. Other times it just falls on deaf ears. Mm-hmm. But he, he's an acquired, and, it, and he has a genre. Yeah. Or a John, uh, John, genre. Genre. I always say that shit wrong. Genre. He has a genre that, you know what I'm saying? He had. He's he's an offbeat comedian. Yeah, yeah. You know? But I just I just never was a fan. Of, like going back to when he was doing them Walmart videos, I just was like, I will be ready to fight him. And I knew somebody that he came up on, and she <laughs> she was in the middle of yelling at her kids at the time. So when she saw him, she was like, uh uh-uh, uh, not today, not today. So he couldn't do it. But yeah, he almost got her. But I just. It it just never resonated with me. I was just like, I would be ready to fight him. Like, get away. So. Yeah, a couple more people did skits with him. They, they did the whole baby mama skits with him. Oh, so, yeah. um, a couple people I know, and then, like, one of my actual family members did a skit with him. I thought that shit was silly. Only, only because, um, like, shit, Linda, you know how our family is. Our family lies. So I thought that shit was funny as a motherfucker because she went there. Yeah. 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 Well, shout out to you. that, like, yeah. yeah, sometimes I watch certain shit that I didn't deem funny, but a lot of people deem funny. I watch that nigga views. That nigga be getting 200, 300,000 views. That nigga got, he's, he's got a lot of uh, subscribers. Yeah, he got he a following. Good. He was one of the first people that you saw in Walmart, if not the first. You know, pulling that bullshit. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Um, you know, shout out to him. It's just, it's not my taste, but I ain't hating on the brother. Like, you know, kudos to him. But, <clears throat> but yeah. So, that was Mr. Brown. Um, yeah, so... So the next thing that we have up is one gotta go. So on one gotta go, we basically take a side and pretty much like come up with your argument for that side. So Let's see. Just come up. I'm going to give you four options. And you come up with one. And and you give the argument on why that one got to go. All right? Let's do it. Okay. So, one got to (laughs) go. Ooh, this one is hard. Okay. Return of the Mac. This is how we do it. Before I let go. And poison. (laughs) One gotta go. One gotta go. I said it was hard. Okay. So, um, first, let me say this. 
Return of the Mac will never, ever, 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 forever, ever, forever, ever, get ever turned off. Like, that's forever there. Like, that is cemented in my young mind. Yeah. Oh, shit. This is how we do it. Um, Who else you say? Return of the Mac. This is how we do it. Before I let go, Poison. Poison is also up there as a diamond flat. All right. If I got to do it, it's before I let go. Wait, hold on. Time out because I'm about to go live on this. (laughs) Go live on this. Yeah. Damn, that's hard. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. But I'm just thinking, like, oh, man. As a kid, because, like, I'm a 90s kid, so Return of the Mac? Yeah. Okay. This is how we do it. Okay, so one got to go. Again, Return of the Mac. This is how we do it. Before I let go and poison and you said which one again? Oh man, <laughs> fuck this is hard. Oh, okay. Poison, poison, poison. This is how we do it. The time of the night. Before I let go. Before I let you go. Before I let you go. Not that one. Which one? It's uh Frankie, Beverly, and May. Oh, before I let you go. Oh, man, that just changes the whole spectrum. (laughs) I thought you was talking about Black Street. No, no. These are cookout songs. Black Street's a cookout song. But I get get what you're saying. Oh, shit. This changes the narrative of this. Yeah. Oh, it would have to be. Montel Jordan, this is how we do it. Yeah, same here. Not, I mean, no shade, but the white folks kind of ruined that song. So, they well, he got it. a hefty bag off of this is how we do yeah. it. Yeah, he's like, still eating out. off of this hefty is how we do bag. it. He's still eating off of this is how we do it. Um, But yeah, that's that one. Alright, let me shuffle the cards again. Damn, that was hard. Yeah. What you what you said, it was Frankie Beverly in there. Yeah, I was like, oh shit! Like no, I couldn't. No, that is that is that deal. That is the reason why the other songs were invented. Right. <laughs> you got to do the electric slide. Like you got to, and you got to mix it in with Beyonce. You got to do it. Life wouldn't yeah, be right. Yeah, the, the Beehive definitely got to do it. Shout out mm-hmm. to the Beehive. Right. I don't disrespect y'all. No, you cannot. My condo is almost paid off in the Beehive, and it's a sky rise. The views are amazing. Anyway. Only thing, only thing I will say from the Beehive is, um, I love Beyonce too, but I can guarantee you, um, uh, Johnny Gill uh, came out with that single before she did, and then when she came out with it, it destroyed Johnny Gill's version. Oh, which song? I, I'm kind of mad about that. Which song? Uh, 
uh, before I let you go. No, uh, no, the, uh, uh, what's that shit she came out with? The, uh, uh, what, what song she did from, uh, Frankie Beverly in the Max? Um, that's it. Yeah, that's it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Johnny Gill had a single before that. He remade it. Oh, so he did a complete remake. Cause she, she kind of used it. It was that, and she. It was that cameo song that she did. She kind of like infused them together. But I didn't know. Yeah. That, shit, I, you better than me, cause I didn't know that Johnny Gill did that. Yeah, anymore. I knew that, and he he came out with that, and it it probably charted for a week, and then Beyonce came out, and then nobody heard that shit. No more. <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, it'd be like that sometimes. All right, so one gotta go. <clears throat> Tacos. Chicken wings, burgers, and pizza. Pizza. Why pizza? Pizza because uh, that's uh, too much bread intake. I would say uh, pizza and burgers, but I'm gonna just go pizza. That's too much bread intake. Like you fuck around and if, if you think about it, you eat a a personal pan pizza, man. The majority, like 90% of that is fucking bread. And that shit's bad on your system. But it tastes also very good. It does, but it's bad on your system. Like, you don't want to be 80 years old and can't walk. And you do that when you just eat a bunch of fucking bad chicken all your life. Hmm. Okay. Um. This one is hard, but I would have to go with tacos. Just regular tacos, I can get rid of, like, as long as we can have, like, taco salad, then I'm cool with not having tacos. But if, if you eliminate tacos, there's no more taco salad. Well, that ain't the rule. The rule is just tacos. But the rule is tacos, right? So tacos have a whole line. They, they, they got a lane that they Tacos. With tacos, it's taco salad. So if you, if right. you fuck with taco salad, then you fuck with Rotel. If you fuck with Rotel, then you fuck with cheese and dip. Like, you know, like, you gotta, so hold on, you gotta eliminate that, all that shit. Okay, and then I gotta keep tacos then if you're doing all that. Exactly. You gotta keep tacos. Ugh. I gotta keep pizza. Yeah. Ugh. I have a love-hate relationship with burgers, so... I'll get rid of burgers. Okay. It was that. It was it was one and two for me. It was either, it was either pizza or burgers, but you know you can you can do a lettuce wrap on a burger and you'll be fine. So yeah. Okay, so the next one, one gotta go. This one is really hard. Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, Michael Jordan, Magic Johnson. Man, come on, dog. <laughs> this one is hard. Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, Michael Jordan, Dick Irvin Johnson. Yeah. I can't choose. I I, I don't. I. Not live, like in person, 
but I've actually seen all these people play on TV. Like, you know, I didn't watch um, Magic Johnson in his prime, but I did watch him on the Dream Team. I thought he was amazing. And I thought he was amazing that he came and played ball having HIV. Yeah. Like, that was a... That moved... Uh, that moved the whole unit of a generation to not be afraid of, uh, of, of, of people with illness. Like, you didn't have to stay away. Like, I, don't, I, I, I just... It, Magic Urban is the highest thing. Yeah. Uh, even though I don't think he really had uh, HIV, I think that was that was just for the people. You know, my because, mom has that theory. She has a theory about that. She says yeah. that they needed somebody that was like a huge name to kind of put like a face on it. And so I believe that too. Yeah, and so he was chosen. I believe that too, and I, yeah. believe, I, I believe that um, I believe, even though I believe that, and if it is true, he's still a strong ass man to be able to say, okay, I will do this to um to strengthen y'all, to make y'all um to make people with that illness uh not get shunned like uh back in the day when they was uh like locking motherfuckers in closets with bonnet plague. Right. So, right. you know, either way, either way it goes, because I know I have a theory for it, but I, I, I believe he opened doors for uh, the future to happen. So, yeah, he's iconic. Um, you can't say anything wrong about Michael Jordan. I've seen Michael Jordan uh, do some amazing shit. Yeah. I've seen Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant's my favorite player, by the way, because mm-hmm. he's he's my generation. Michael Jordan is the generation behind me, uh, but I still got to watch him play. Kobe, I got to grow up with Kobe. Right. So Kobe's my favorite player ever. Um, and LeBron James, I've seen LeBron James take this generation so far in athletics where he's He's so dope. He's gonna be able to play with his son. Yeah, that's true. Oh man, this is hard as hell. I can't choose. I cannot. I I love all four of those dudes, man. Yeah. I can't choose. I, I'm not even one. Got to go. Shit, it'll be me. I I, <laughs> I go before them. You'll go before them. <laughs> They made so many contributions in this world than I did. You got to think. Yeah. Kobe made it cool to be a girl dad. He did. He did. On top of being a phenomenal player, his daughter was a phenomenal player. His mm-hmm. daughter was, oh, uh, she was so good that they said she could actually play in the real NBA if she kept her game the way her game was. She mm-hmm. was dominating. Right. She was controlling. She was, you know, and no diss to every woman in the uh, WNBA. But this little girl was so good. They said she could actually play with the dude. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, y'all got that when y'all was little too. Everybody in the WNBA. But I feel like because Kobe was her dad, 
And if they would have actually got to live their life, we would have seen that. We would have actually oh, yeah. seen a woman in the NBA. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, just imagine Kobe is one of the greats and he's your dad. Like, that's free in-house coaching. And you're wanting to be coached. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's something different if you don't want it. If you're talented and don't want it, that's something totally different than when you're talented and want it. It was literally ball his life with her. That you know was what I'm it. She was an amazing player. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so. So I I I, did, I can't remove any of them. Like and okay, all right, I got to remove. Fuck. You know, I'm, I'll go first because I know who I'll okay. remove. This is gonna be controversial, but I gotta do it. It, I mean, it's gonna be LeBron for me because, like you said, I grew up on all the others. You know what I'm saying? Like, like Magic was was the generation before us, but we we were we were not too young to know the impact that he put on the league in the short amount of time that he did play in the league. You know what I'm saying? Like his impact was humongous. And on top of that, the whole AIDS thing, and on top of that, the whole entrepreneurship of it all. You know what I'm saying? Like, he he made that shit humongous. Like, he was, I mean, I wouldn't say he was the first to do it, but he was the first to pretty much recognize the community for which he targeted. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, those Magic Johnson theaters weren't in the swanky neighborhoods they were in the neighborhoods that needed outlets like that you know what i'm saying yeah and they were great theaters i don't know if they're still magic, we magic, never have shout one out here, to magic but... because magic johnson is hiding his bag oh, magic yeah. johnson is worth way more than a billion dollars i'm yeah. gonna keep it 100 yeah that's just but, like they know, say with shaq like, they say yeah, shaq is worth, the, worth uh, way more where they had offshore's account yeah. so we can't count that much right that nigga's well over a billion yeah, but that's that's the same thing that they say about Shaq. They said that if, God forbid, if he were to no longer be here and they were to liquidate all his assets, he would be like one top 15 easy richest people in the world. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Then when you get to really thinking about and all the shit that he owned, yeah, because like damn near every commercial that he does, he owned that shit. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, like Shaq is up there. He probably he probably was taught by the by Magic. You know what I'm saying? Probably followed some of his blueprint. You know, cause like yeah, yeah cause like Shaq uh, yeah, Magic, Magic really was opening up theaters. He was opening up theaters in the hood, right? And like some of them, some of them was like uh, the hoods were so fucked up. It wasn't a lot of people, bro. Uh, coming in that motherfucker, and he was still able to maintain the motherfuckers for years. Yeah. And they were nice theaters. Like, I went to the one in Atlanta when I lived here. And that was a really nice theater. Now, I don't know if, I don't know what they're doing now, or whatever, because we never have one in Kansas City. And uh, the pandemic hit, and a lot of them, a lot of theaters, period, uh, closed. So I don't know too much of what they doing now, but at one time that was a big deal. I, um, if I'm not mistaken, I think he, I, I, it's, um, I think he sold a lot of the mm-hmm. uh, AMC. So he got okay. a bag out of that shit. Yeah, yeah. Not to mention other stuff that he got his hand in too. Like 
he he definitely liquidated his assets. You know what I'm saying? Or di- not liquidated, diversified his portfolio. He definitely diversified. Yeah. Listen, anytime a man has um, you know, because Magic Johnson's son was the first uh son of the NBA player to come out, you know, as uh, gay. Anytime you got a son that can walk around anywhere he wants to, how he wants to, and not be touched, oh, it's money back in that. Because he was doing it when nobody was doing it. Yeah. He was everywhere. In a sheer shirt and some fucking leggings, and not nobody said nothing to him in the middle of Compton. Oh, yeah. Right. He's good in every hood. Exactly. (laughs) It takes money to be the type of person... Magic Johnson's son is, and still be untouched. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I just don't have the nostalgia for LeBron. Like, I understand he's a great player. I understand that he has contributed a lot to the community, to well, everybody as a whole. You know what I'm saying? Um, but and I do enjoy some of his projects. Like, I I didn't mind the Space Jam. Um, I liked the shop. I liked him in what was that train wet wreck with yeah. Amy Schumer? Yeah, I liked I liked him in that the most. Um, way I liked him way better in that than I did in Space Jam. But I just I don't have that I don't have that feeling for LeBron that I do for the others. So it's LeBron for me. Um. I can't give up LeBron because LeBron was born in what, 84, 85? Yeah. I was born in 83. I got to respect him. He's my uh, he's my generation, and I've seen what he did for the generation under us. Like this nigga, uh, he wasn't Michael Jordan where he uh, literally did this shut up and play ball. Um, he actually has a word, and he says it, to make other people aware of what's going uh, going on around. Yeah. Also, he's he's built a school. Uh, also, this this is his regiment of being prepared to play ball with his son. I like. I think um a lot of people um discredit LeBron because LeBron is uh. He's who he is, and he knows who he is. He doesn't stray from it, but he will talk on shit that that that, that most athletes wouldn't talk about. Right. Like you couldn't get Jordan to talk about uh, black on black crime. Right, but this is the thing, though, um, because I get it. Don't get me wrong, I get it. You do look at celebrities and athletes. For more than they're what they're here for, and so they feel like, in some way, that they are obligated to do more than what they came for. But I'm not gonna knock somebody for for doing what they came to do just because you don't want, just because you want more, rather. You know what I'm saying? And so that's why I wouldn't eliminate Jordan because a lot of people that uh, looking at this right now say, "Well, just eliminate Jordan because Jordan never spoke on shit and he never was 
you know. But that's not I what he, he was about. Uh, him as being just a great basketball player. But that uh, that's what we're talking about. Right. Right. And like they're all in this category because they're basketball players. However, when you do one gotta go, it gotta be them and everything that comes with them. You know what I'm saying? So I can totally understand why you would keep LeBron for more than just basketball. And if you were to pick Jordan and it'd be for other reasons besides basketball, I will understand that as well. However, I'm not gonna I personally am not gonna knock Jordan for coming to do what he wanted to do. I, I can't I got on Jordan right now and I'd be disrespectful to knock off. Yeah. Jordan. Like Jordan's impact on the world, you know what I'm saying, is ridiculous. Just on just on the shoe game alone. Like when you honestly think about it, that's wild. That he is literally out here selling the same shoes exactly. for thirty plus years. And well, we yeah. are still buying the shoes. Like we ain't never had a pair. We will buy them in every colorway. And we will we will sit up and wait for them to go on sale. We will stand in line for them to go and sell. We will shut down inter- we will shut down websites for when they go on sale. We will like people was robbing and killing, you know what I'm saying, for the latest ones. And remember the trend where yeah. niggas was buying the Jordans and licking them motherfuckers? Yeah, I never understood that. I asked, and nobody could give me a clear answer. Like, I remember... I, I never even asked. I just always thought that was some weird shit. Like, niggas yeah. would literally buy the Jordan fresh out the box and, and lick the stove. And lick the stove. I remember the first person I saw do that shit was Fat Joe. I want to say he did that on the MTV Cribs episode. And I just, for the life of me, did not understand why he did that. What the fuck? Like, I understand the whole Jordan and his tongue thing, but you don't lick the fucking sole of a shoe. But he Jordan was licking Reeboks. Like, that nigga Jordan was sticking his tongue out because, ha ha, nigga, I'll beat you and I'm about to dunk on you. Yeah, like, he stuck his tongue out when he would be in the air. Not because of his shoe. Like, he could have been barefoot sticking his tongue out. Like, but I, I never understood the concept. People tried to explain it. I didn't get it. Excuse me. I just know my motherfucking ass was never leaking nobody's soul fresh out the box. Like, you don't know how many how many people that pair of shoes then went through before it got to you. How many machines it went through before it got to you. You niggas was running around uh, carrying, like, like carrying coronavirus fucking uh, germs in the system before y'all even knew it. Yeah. That's probably why a lot of you niggas didn't get it. I already had the antibodies to beat it. You <laughs> right. that soul, and the next day I was six bucks. Right. Y'all understand why y'all was so sick, nigga. You got corona back then. Right. Right. Yeah. I, I, could, I, just, I never I, understood that. That was one trend that I was cool on. I, I, yeah. I, I just didn't understand that trend. I didn't understand that trend. I didn't understand the the, the, uh, the whole trend on on the Jordans where uh, they were uh, knocking motherfuckers that was creating Jordan. Like 
At one point, like, motherfuckers wanted to be so authentic, a nigga couldn't even, like, do a Jordan like he wanted to. Like, he couldn't design a Jordan. They'd be like, oh, them motherfuckers are fake. But, but, yeah. but, 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 it's, it's just a, it, it's the color way. It just don't cost $600, like, you know what I'm saying, like you say. Mm-hmm. Right. The nigga did it his own way. Right, right. Like, you can't go to Nike ID and get your own custom because, yeah, because people will straight up be like, oh, they fake them. That colorway ain't never came out. Uh, No, it ain't never came out because I created this colorway. So, but yeah. Yeah. Like, Jordan's, Jordan's was a big, Jordan's is a big thing. So, Jordan's yeah. a big thing. Listen, I, I, I started listening to Anderson Pack. This is a, a fun fact for all of y'all listening. I started listening to Anderson Pack because I heard some music and whatever. I wouldn't really bother. But then I heard a lyric um, from uh, Mama Won't You Carry Me when he said, six years old, I tried my first pair of Jordans on. And I was six years old when I had my first pair of Jordans. After that, and you so, were a fan. And after that, I was a pure-ass fan because I was like, this is about to be my life. Like, right, right, right. This is about to be my whole life. Right. You know, I ain't even going to lie. I was like, damn, he talked about getting free cable. And free school lunches, I was like, damn. Mm-hmm. I gotta listen to more music. Right, right. So Jordan was responsible for that. Right. Right. You know, my mom what? when she was when we were younger and my mama was buying our shoes, my mama was so annoyed with the price of them at the time, she wrote Michael Jordan a letter. Not your mama is one of them be the writer congressman. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, I don't know if that made it worse. I don't know if he got the letter. I don't know. But she wrote a letter to Michael Jordan because she was overpaying for the Jordans. She was over it. And that was back when they was like one something. So she'd be damned yeah. if she paid. 200 a pop but, but she got a grandkid now so yeah so yeah, she don't she have no problem it. with doing it yeah cause when I was a kid I think mine it was almost 100 I think they was like 98 bucks something like that I got the Jordan um, uh, what was it 6's or the 7's yeah. yeah it was the 7's I got it I got a pair of sevens. And I never forget um, my cousin, because uh, he was just a natural born hater. Uh, he was like, Well, they supposed to make you jump higher, so you supposed to be able to jump higher. And so it was gonna make me jump down this hill because he wanted me to fuck my shoes up. Because he was a natural born hater because he not these fucking doors. Hell no. Yeah. And I almost fell for it. I ran down that motherfucker and then I seen how weird that motherfucker heel was. I said, nah, I ain't gonna catch my foot and I'm gonna scrape my shit up. Mm-hmm. Nope. I stopped midway and was like, nope, I'm gonna get a whooping. I'll never forget that right. shit. Right. Right. Because you better not come home and them shoes be jacked up. Just it's like a wrap. Too. You know you're supposed to be outside in your play shoes. Two weeks later, he got some, he got the white ones. I had the black ones. My shit was killing me. Mm-hmm. His white ones he couldn't wear with everything. My black shit I can 
I, I, I can wear these bitches with everything. I'm fly. Yeah. Yeah. So you know that uh, you still ain't answered the question. I feel like you're trying to avoid it. I, I am. I don't <laughs> want to answer, but I keep saying, man, like, I can't answer that. If I have to. Ah, shit. Yeah, this has been a long one. Oh, yeah. shit. If I got to eliminate anybody, I would have. It would have to be. If we're dealing with strictly basketball, it'd have to be LeBron because, um, Everybody you mentioned was a champion. And they were uh, champions because they knew how to uh, hold a structure. Uh, Magic Johnson was a champion because he made the, the legends around him superior. Because he had legends. You got to think, he, he had the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Mm-hmm. He had the Joe Dumars. Uh, not the Joe Dumars. He had um, the... Uh, Damn, what, what was my dude's name? I, just, I had it, but I lost it. Um, he, he had a great staff with the Lakers. Jordan had a great staff. He had Pippen. He had uh, fucking Kerr. Um, Tony Kuko. Luke Longley. Like, these were people that played their position great. They wouldn't stars, but they played their position to a team. Kobe, let's think about Kobe. Kobe had Odom, Shaq, uh, 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 fucking, uh, what was his name? Uh, Jay Johnson, Sam Cassell. Uh, he had great players that he made champions. Yeah. And he made some tough niggas champions. LeBron, yeah. LeBron jumped from team to team. He had great. He had great players, but uh, he couldn't mold them to be champions. He had to he had to leave in order to get another champion. Like the only yeah. time he had a great core was with him, Wade, and Bosh, mm-hmm. and they only won two. Yeah. Everywhere else, he only won one because yeah. he couldn't mold them to be great. So I would have to say, if we're gonna totally talking basketball, it'd be LeBron. Okay. Yeah. So we're in agreements on, on agreements on that. <clears throat> so But the things these niggas did for the game. Yeah. Like all of them were amazing. These four guys were amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. What they did what they did on and off the court is nothing short of amazing. You know what I'm saying? You got you gotta give them their props on that. You got yeah. Retro Jordan, you got school LeBron. You got mogul Irvin Magic Johnson, and you got hashtag girl dad Kobe Bryant. Yeah. Those are that. that oh, that's just that's just amazing. Yeah. 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 So that's one gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> so now on to. The fucked up song of the week. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we get to the fucked up song of the week, okay. 
uh, we must address uh, the shit that I've seen uh, going through the internet uh, web right now. Oh yeah, my bad. Yeah, it's a um. It's a lady that's running around here uh, telling women not to suck dick. Yeah, she's telling women that you shouldn't suck dick because man cheat and man don't care. They'll stick their dick in anything and blah, blah this and blah, blah that. Uh, Please, ladies, do not go off this narrative. This is not every man. Uh, what she needs to uh, be mad at is the man she chooses in her life that uh, that are apparently fuck niggas. It's it's not everybody, ladies. If if you're in a relationship with a man, unless that dude tells you to his face, I mean to your face, he don't like his dick sucked. You better be sucking some dick. That's just that's just what's what it is. Like you should never um deprive a man from certain sexual things that he likes. Because that's what's gonna make him cheat on you. Hmm. You know, niggas can talk that shit. We can be in counselors and be like, I needed that emotional thing. And sometimes that is what it is. But for the most part, a lot of men cheat. Because the things that they're used to, they're getting deprived from. If you're a dude that got your dick sucked all the time, and now you're messing with a girl in a relationship that says she don't suck dick, you might be like, all right, I'm strong enough to go through that. But if a motherfucker tell you she'll, she'll put that motherfucker on the back where your, the head of your dick can spar with her tonsils, you're going to want to see what that shit's about. Don't don't listen to this lady. I'm telling you as a so, man. So is she saying this because men cheat, or is there another reason? To me, and her little rant, mm-hmm. she's probably deal with dudes that wasn't that didn't tell her what it was, uh, and she's probably been cheated on before, and she's probably just been with a dude that just like fucked everything. And uh, everyone, she probably ended up getting, um, she probably didn't get an STD, but her uh, pH balance was definitely off every time she fucked with a nigga. And she has this weird narrative of telling motherfuckers, you ain't supposed to do that. Because mm. she was like, you know, I'd rather just, uh, what'd she say? Taze my pussy. She'd rather taze her pussy than fuck with a dude. So don't listen wait, to her. Wait, are you, wait, no, she literally said, Taze her pussy? Or are you well, just saying that? When she said taze it, she basically meant she'd rather use a vibrator than fuck with a dude. Oh. Oh, I took it too literal. Got it. Yeah. Because <laughs> most people took it too literal. But when I when I um uh, watched it, I was like, oh, she means she rather she rather uh electronically play with that pussy mm. than let a man get in there. Cause like she was basically saying, like don't fuck with these niggas in 2022 at all. Well, that's something like, different. Mm-hmm. That's something different. 
That is something different because she's saying she's saying don't fuck with these dudes because they're this, that, and the third. She's not saying fuck with them, but don't suck their dick. Well, she started off as saying don't suck a nigga's dick. And then she she ended with uh, running through the scenarios. And then uh that's when she said, I'd rather tase my pussy. Yeah, that, that's like, true. Oh, you just bitter. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you just bitter. Like, you fuck with a lot of fuck niggas, and you just bitter. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's but don't put that narrative out there to, like, stop sucking dick. Like, what the fuck are you talking about, lady? Yeah, that has nothing to do with anything. It has nothing to do with anything. Um, like, she, I mean, like, sounds like the gist of it is, is don't fuck with a fuck boy. And I'd rather be by myself than to fuck with another fuckboy. Is what it sounds like to me. And and just say that. Don't put the narrative out there that it's so fucked up in a game where you shouldn't suck dick no more, and you and and you should rather satisfy yourself with a vibrator instead of fucking with a dude. Some women do that. Don't get me wrong. And I'm not knocking the women that do that. Only thing I'm saying about the women that do that is. Uh, two things. One thing I'm, I want to say is, damn, baby, who hurt you? The second thing I want to say is, you know, uh, your life ain't every every other woman's life. So you shouldn't you shouldn't put that out there like that's the go-to form. Because there's going to be a lot of women, and, and men included, that are going to miss their blessing because it's false narratives out. Just like the niggas that be uh, running around this motherfucker life. If a bitch can't do nothing for you, then that bitch shouldn't be for you. Like, do not, that, ain't the, that ain't the case. That ain't the case, my nigga. Like, some women aren't built like you want them to be built. Some women ain't going to take care of you like your mama did. Yeah. Same case goes to the women. You know, every, every dude in the world ain't the dude that broke your heart. The nigga that you loved to death, and then you found out he was fucking your motherfucking sister, like, that ain't everybody. Right. Right, but you should learn from that situation and not make that same mistake. But And nowadays, they don't do that. They just be like, everybody fucked up. I'm going to just stick to myself. I'd rather do this. I'd rather do that. Man, all that shit is weird, man. Like, we So what would you suggest? What would you suggest if somebody is like fucked up in the head from a fucked up relationship and they don't want to they don't want to put themselves in the trick bag again? What would you suggest they do? Well, for me, I, I can only say this. So, if I was uh, messing with a woman and she says, you know, uh, these past relationships. Uh, this would hurt me, and this would hurt me, and this would hurt me, and this would hurt me. You know, these scenarios. Mm-hmm. I would just try to get her off those scenarios. Like, you know, I would try to, and you know, because some niggas be like, well, what I'm going to do is make sure that I don't do that, and I don't do this, and I don't do this. Don't do that, uh, because when you start doing that, you you start uh, getting into a level where you're not even focused on yourself no more. You focus on her. You know, and uh, for some people, uh, they might say it's a good thing, but you always need to focus on yourself. Uh, 
because in a relationship, if you don't, if you ain't true to yourself, then a relationship is gonna fail at first. So, for me, I would say, if she gives you these scenarios, you need to find a way to get her off those scenarios. So, uh, if she say, you know, in my past, uh, you know, all these these niggas, they say one thing and they do another. Then every time you say something, you need to prove it. Like if you say, hey, in September, we're going to Denver, then you should make sure in September you're going to Denver. Mm-hmm. Or if you say, well, tonight I'm a cook for you, then tonight you need to cook. You need to get her on a scenario where your word is actually bound. Because as a man, that's all you have is your word. Right. Every right. And that goes a long way. Like, so all these niggas would be like, nah, I'm, I just fuck her and she forget about it. Now, everybody in the world got a dick. She, going, she can go somewhere and fuck just to forget about you. So it's, you need to prove to her that everything you say is actually facts. That's what it gets get you there. That's the silver lining. And I ain't saying, um, I've been always doing that. I had to learn that. Mm-hmm. I had to learn when I say I'm going to do because I've been in scenarios where I say I'll do something and then I'll flake out. Yeah. And then that's what that's what builds up all the other shit of, damn, how these niggas always be playing. So get yeah. off of that. So if you right. tell her you're going to do it, do it. Don't make right. no excuse about it. And and let some unforeseen uh, occurrence happen. Stick to the plan. Right. You know, get her off of that negative uh, in the window when it comes to dude. Yeah. Right. Right. I I totally I totally agree with that. You know what I'm saying? Because you don't want to be in that. You don't want to be in that section of fuck niggas. You know what I'm saying? And you don't want to be added to the list. And the reason why this person is acting this way towards towards relationships, you know, you don't want to be that example. You don't want to add to that. Like, yeah. I remember I used to date a woman who used to say weird shit like, oh, my mama, like, weird shit like this. You don't treat me like you treat your daughter. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, at first I used to, like, get angry at that shit. Like, bitch, you ain't my daughter. I ain't trying to fuck my daughter. What are you talking about? Right. But then I had to, I had to, like, deep dive into how she feel. And it was like, oh, like, every dude she ever deal with was a piece of shit, including her daddy. Mm. And so I was like, okay, well, the only way I can get her off that is, if every time I said we were going to do something or every time I said I was going to do something for her, I actually did it. Because then yeah. that'll get you off the stigma of every man thinks like that. Right. Because every man does Right. Right. And she probably dealt with a lot of people that will fall back on their word and use their kid as an excuse. You know, even if it wasn't the excuse, you know, or even if it was a legitimate excuse, she probably always heard it. You know what I'm saying? So I can I can understand if that was the thought process behind it, but the way it came out sounded fucked up. Yeah, the shit used to be weird. I used to be like, first of all, she ain't even my real daughter. Like, mm-hmm. 
I just didn't, you know what I'm saying? At, at that point in my life, because I never had a daddy, I just didn't want to, you know what I'm saying, break up with her mama and and, and just be like, fuck her. So I'm like, whenever, whatever she needed, I was like, okay, if I got it, you got it. Yeah. And so for you to come to me like that, I was like, bitch, that's some fucked up shit. But then I had to realize, like, you know, because I got, I got issues in my life. Like, you know, um, the way I am as a man now is because I never seen a man do so I just want to be better than the man I've, I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. So that's an issue in itself. Yeah. So I understand that I got issues, so I had to regulate myself with her issues. Right. But then, you know, after a while, you know, that shit gets old because, you know, that's in the past. It's, and she was one of them women that, were, you know, you couldn't, everything you did was wrong. Mm-hmm. But that was just one of the, the outlining things that threw me out. I'm like, what the fuck? She's like, midway, we could be out to eat. And she'd say some crazy shit like, oh, you treat your daughter better than this. And I'm like, what do you mean? You know, you, you didn't answer the phone when I called you, but I bet you if your daughter called you, you pick up every time. I'm like, bitch, how's it work? Yeah. That doesn't. It doesn't sound like somebody that's completely hinged. Yeah, she it, it was bullshit. I was like, man, you know what? Get away from me. Get away from me, Sage. So how many times did she pull that card before you was just like, you know what? I'm cool. <laughs> I ain't even gonna lie, because I'm a dude, and then you know me as just being legal. So <laughs> what got me off of this shit was... We were in the bed, you know, we both tipsy, we've been drinking, I'm in that motherfucker about to climb and trying to climb into some pussy. And she was like, dead in my face. And I'm going to look in the camera when I say this, because this is honest to God real. Dead in my face, she looked at me and said, wouldn't let another man treat uh, your daughter the way you treat me. And I was just like, you know what? That's it. Me and you can't fuck with each other. Like hey, we're done. Uh-oh. We're done. What do you mean? I'm like, we, bitch, you whole ass nigga with a wet vagina. Like, trying to, you know, keep it peaceful. We had a wet vagina. It ain't, it ain't a dry, I ain't got to work up to this. I can see this motherfucker ready to go. And you had the audacity to bring up my motherfucking kids. That's the last thing you want to think about. That's the last thing I'm trying to think about. I'm not trying to think about my motherfucking kids. Not at this point. I said, nah. I said, I'm cool. Oh, what do you God. mean? Oh, no, no, don't act like that. Don't you own that Kevin Hart? No, no, no. Right. No, no, no. Stop. Like, what are you nah. doing? Oh, my God. I'm cool no. on that. Oh, yeah, cool. yeah that- I was so cool on that. I text my homegirl and said, "Hey, call my phone, act like you my supervisor, and tell me to uh, and, and say that I gotta go to work. I'm gonna put you on speaker." And she was like, "Bet." So I, you know what I'm saying? I was like, "Give me ten minutes, and then call me in ten minutes." So I'm talking to her for ten minutes. Mm-hmm. While she's doing like. No, I'm, I don't want to go home. I don't want to do that. My phone rung. 
You like you just gonna answer your phone? I said it's the job. <laughs> answer that motherfucker. Put it on speaker. She was like, "Hey, what are you doing right now?" I'm like, "Uh, nothing. I'm just chilling." Hey, um, we had uh somebody elope. I need you to get there right now before the police get there. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna uh, clock you in right now. I need you to get there. I'm like, bet. I'm on my way. And that's how I shook this shit. Oh wow! Like, so I gotta leave. I'm like, yeah, you gotta go because I gotta go to work. Right. Like, what did what did oh, you later. expect? Right. Huh. And I never talked to her after that. Like, I talked to her on the phone, but not in person. Like, no more. We yeah. can't do this. Yeah, that's horrible. That's horrible. Oh gosh. Okay. Yeah, I missed a couple of um, <laughs> couple of comments. I had you on full screen. So, um, D. Harrell said, the issue we talk, let's go. Um, then he also said, I got this on speaker and my daughter is helping me cook. I want to listen, but I got to turn it off. She looking at me trying not to laugh. <laughs> hey, let your kid yeah. laugh, man. Listen. Right. I'm for the baby. I love the baby. Right. All right, we for the kids. So, uh, then, uh, Derek says, hey, my good people. So, yeah. What's up, Derek? Hey, listen, your profile picture does you no good. I seen you on the camera in real life. You look like a chubby Rico Strong. Now I know why that, that shit you was talking with the bitches. You be getting some bitches to do some amazing shit, nigga. Because you look like a porn star. So these bitches is willing to do some extra shit for you. That shit you was talking like, I'm just leading to the side. No, no, no. Now that I get it, cause these bitches is bold as shit. <laughs> I didn't say that on the on the podcast, cause I was like, you know what? Nope, I ain't, I ain't gonna do it. I ain't, I ain't, cause motherfuckers gonna make it seem like I'm trying to talk about it. No, I'm picking you up, my nigga. <laughs> I get why you. I, I get why the shit you was saying works for you, my nigga. You look like a porn star. You actually look like a nigga that fucks down on these bitches. <laughs> oh my god. I alright. Um show he was on the after, it was show. The after it was the after look up the after show and then look up rico strong he just looks like a chubbier version but when he say shit you know yeah how smooth he was talking with the black and how the, the shit he talked he's like oh okay i get why i get that shit off i get why i get that shit off yeah oh goodness gracious all right Especially if you're a pure black, you know, I, I always big up pure black men. Pure black men, 
when I say that, and I'm going to be vulgar on this, but I'm going to keep it 100. Pure black men, I don't care what you mix with, when you are pure bled nigga, like a pure, a pure bread. Nah, boy. You, you know how to slang your dick. I don't give a fuck how big your dick is. You know how to slang that. He sound like he, he like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm going to do what I need to do. Nah, I'm going to slang this dick afterwards. I'm going to make sure it's what she need to get. So I get it. I get it. It all came in fruition. I was like, oh, that's why he talked like he talked. All right, so. <laughs> so, um, the fucked up song of the week. <laughs> <laughs> My bad, um, uh, <laughs> I just got a, um, I just got a, um, segment, um, yes, yes, so you, yeah, you know. <laughs> gracious all right so the fucked up song of the week i keep saying that right uh-huh yeah so, yeah uh, 
Alexa, turn off smart plug. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> okay, here we go. All I need is some, uh, a black and some gag, and I'm going to break that back. You feel me? Lord Jesus. <laughs> 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 oh, jeez Louise. Um, hey, man, DJ's my new favorite nigga. Lord. My head hurts. All right. So... Um, so yeah, so the fuck that song of the week is Mary J. Blige. <laughs> um, I hear, I hear an echo. Do you have something else open? I don't okay, hear it no more. Okay, I don't hear it no more. But, um, uh, yeah, so it is Mary J. Blige. Um, The Love I Never Had. It was on her 1999 album, Mary. And, you know, unfortunately, because YouTube is a hater, we can't play the song. But um, we're going to go ahead and go over the lyrics, yeah. So, the intro is, uh, um, you know, sometimes there comes a time in your life when you nah, look. Nah, scratch all that. Nope. She talks on this part. This is, a, this is the talking part. Say, you said you were going to sing. <clears throat> I'm going to sing. But she talks on this part, though. So, you know, sometimes um, there comes a time in your life when you love something, you have to let it go. And even though you might feel there's still something there, you have to wake up. Stop living in a dream because it's over now. Um, you got to think about you. <clears throat> So verse one. I have always wondered why. Why I can't live without you, babe. And I'm longing to be a lady. I understand that you are leaving. It's only been without me, babe. Cause I think I might go insane Cause everybody needs someone to love And I know that it's true And I know that it's you I don't understand Why you can't be my man So I better wake up Stop living in a dream. Yes, I better wake up. Cause I can't lose the love I never had. As painful as it seems. Yes, I better wake up. I cannot lose the love I never had. Alright. So, so far... I hear y'all. Hey, DJ. <laughs> well, what's up, DJ? What's up, man? Yeah. So. So, did you hear the um, lyrics so far? I know that song. Okay. I love. You know that song. 
Okay. So what do y'all think so far with the first verse? The zone. That you, uh, you keep going out. I'm trying to get my mic together. <clears throat> All right, dude. And you heard, you hear? You in and out, you in and out. It's uh holding back the smile for me. All right, there you go, there you go. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I know the song uh sound like he done did some things to her and had her stuck to where it didn't matter what was going on. She had to get in where she fit in. Exactly. And I never really looked at that is a pretty fucked up ass song. Yeah. Just like no happy holidays. That that fits yeah. right along with that. <laughs> yeah. No happy holidays is pretty fucked up. I think we did Major that song league. before. Oh, this is uh, live from Puerto Rico, by the way. Yeah. A Puerto Rico. Oh. You said you in Puerto Rico. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know, <clears throat> Lindsay, you know, I'm all over the place. Well, I'm a, uh work for a refactory and a company and they do coatings. When I was out there, I was uh, with the coding division. So now I'm with the refactory division. But shoot, I'm a superintendent now, so I just orchestrate shit. All right, so listen, if they looking for a nigga with no experience and they want to put just put out there, man, just, just give me that job because I would love to do that. I ain't got no experience, hey. but I would try. <laughs> make hey, it sure. look good. We're going to try to make it do what it do. So as he got the line, we'll see what's happening. You know what I'm saying? The fact that you like, yeah. Because I, I remember the last time we talked, you was like, I got to catch a flight. And I was like, damn, that's some clear ass shit. And now that you're like, yeah, you in Puerto Rico. I'm like, oh, okay. And listen, and he lighting his black up. He's about to get on. Uh, but now, um, back to the song. Yeah, I just feel like uh, I tell people all the time. I think I said this in a in a, in a podcast that um, you know, some of us ain't privy to fall in love and stick with the motherfucker that fucked the dog shit out of. And I feel like Mary is, in this song, Mary is going through the oh my god, this nigga treats me right and he fucks this dog shit out of me, but he but he ain't really mine. <clears throat> yeah, hey, that's what's crazy because me and my coworker, we were just talking about this as I tapped in, and we just had the same conversation. It's like you find a good dude. Only thing that don't make him a good dude is because he got somebody. You know what I'm saying? So since I got Lily on the line, not even to take it to the left, even though it's still like it can kind of go in with the fucked up shit, but that's why a lot of some good dudes, you think they paying for pussy, but that's not what it is. They pay for females to leave because they don't want to get that attachment. It's a business transaction. Exactly. A lot of people don't understand that a lot of times, you know, and I'm only speaking for men that that, that, that um are in the uh, category that um I've been in. Like, sometimes, you know, we're only in there for a good time, not a long time. But we're going to treat you real special. We're going to treat you like no other niggas ever made you feel. But it's only for that moment. And then after that, we gone. Like, a motherfucker can show a lady a 
great trip for about six months. And then all of a sudden, just, you know what I'm saying, uh, it, it just goes left because we're not in it for that. We're not in it for the long haul like you, you, you're in it for And that. they got to recognize it ain't being a trick. They got to realize I won't do this shit by myself. It's just the fact that I want somebody with me. You got here by default. Yeah, at this moment. You're here for this moment, so enjoy this moment. <clears throat> so let the it's moment like the, be the I, moment. Uh, I, I, I always talk about this movie, Sweet November, um, with uh, Charlize uh, Theron and Keanu Reeves. Charlize showed this nigga a great-ass time for six months, and then she dropped that nigga, and he was trying to find her, and, he, and she was like, nah, this shit ain't gonna happen. I'm about to die, my nigga. Like, I'm about to die, so I'm enjoying my life until I get up out of here. Like, period. That's what I have to do. I get it. I love you, too. You still have a, a special place in my heart. But I'm a, I am I need that to, in order to move on. Like, right, right. You know, that, that, that's just, that's the assumption that a lot of people have. You know, um, I grew up in an era where when you made it past 18, you know, you felt like you achieved something. And then, you know, cool. you made it past 29, Say that again. you felt like you achieved something. Then you made it past 28, and you felt like you achieved something. Because in that era of 18 to 28, it was like pure possibility you wasn't going to make it. Yep. And that, that's the whole black community, unfortunately. You yeah. so grow up faster than anybody else. I wasn't privy to having a woman to go through that, through that journey with me. I wasn't privy to have. But I had a lot of ladies that enjoyed the moments that I did have. Because it was some moments that I did a lot of shit because I don't know what I'm going to do tomorrow. I might wake up in a casket tomorrow. Or I might wake up in a home cell. How are you going to wake up in a casket, bro? <laughs> <laughs> I, said I, might, that's the thing. I said I might not wake up in a casket. <laughs> Might you know not wake up in a casket. It's like the niggas don't do this. Is you that know? that black and that yet talking? That's that black and that yet. That's that black and that yet talking. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They got, but what I'm saying is, you know, niggas don't know what they're going to go through. And a lot, once you get past 28, especially, you know what I'm saying, I'm just only speaking for men that are, are similar to me. To me, it was 30. You get past 28, you don't know what you're going to do with it. So you you only own enjoyment for the moment, you know, and so for that song, maybe this nigga's only enjoyment for the moment. Like nah, like I can't be with you on that because I ain't at that level. I ain't grown on that level. But we can enjoy ourselves. We can enjoy it. I, we can have trips. We can we can do whatever. We can we can go out on dates. I can fuck the dog shit out of you, but I might just wake up and just bam. Yeah, but it just seems like it probably was, they probably was presenting themselves one way. You know what I'm saying? And they're feeling... A lot of niggas do that. Yeah. And that that ain't fair. That That ain't fair. Because you you know you're doing that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you know you're doing that shit, and then, but you don't want to end it. You don't want to have that conversation because you avoid type of conversations. 
those type of conversations. So you let the shit go on, but then when it just goes a bit too far, that's when you want to leave. And it's like, no, I'm kind of attached. I don't want you to leave. And it's a problem. Sometimes it ain't even that. Sometimes you can keep it real with a woman. And again, I'm only talking about uh, two experiences. Sometimes you can keep it real with a woman like, oh, I want to do And uh, she'll get to the level where she'll be like, well, I can change his mind. And when I be on this ain't it no more, then your whole personality changes like I'm wrong. But see, the thing is, is that when it comes to something like that, that's because they're probably presenting themselves one way. Like, if it's just strictly one particular thing, you know how to handle yourself accordingly. And then if that person is crazy, that person is going to exude that type of behavior early on so you know to stop fucking with them. But if it's if you're presenting more than just that one thing, and then you want to turn around and be like, hey, but I told you. But you, you can't really say that, hey, I told you, because your actions are showing different. Then, yes, it will be a problem at that point. So your actions should line up. I can present myself any type of way. That's not fair. That's not fair. No, you cannot present. You cannot present yourself one way and say another thing. That's not fair. You have to present yourself the same way that your words are saying. Because that's not fair. See, my thing is, that's why I always tell people to actually listen to what a person is saying. Because a motherfucker can, I can tell you, I can look you dead in the face and say, I ain't looking for a relationship. That ain't what I want. I don't want to. Now, in the course of saying I don't want no relationship, I can treat you better than any other nigga has ever treated you. Like, let's not get that twisted because that shit, I've been there. I've said I don't want a relationship. But I treat you better than any other nigga has ever treated you. And now you start thinking, I'm going to change this nigga into being a relationship. That's where, where this song is fucked up is because she had to realize this is the love I never had. Mm-hmm. Like, he's treating her great. But this ain't what he wants. Right, cause, but then that's the reason why this shit is fucked up. Because you're presenting yourself one way and saying something different. And it ain't even about change. Cause cause you do get fucked up if you be like, oh, I'll try to change this dude. Like it ain't even about changing the dude. It's about presenting yourself one way and saying something different. Because that's the thing. You want to try to default into, oh, well, I said I didn't want a relationship. Well, that's not what your actions are showing. Well, that's you want you, you want relationship to lead to mentality. Huh? That's when you lead to Ray mentality. Because I can show you a good time and not want to be with you. And so it's not about just showing a good time. If if you're accustomed, if you're accustomed to a man treating you a certain way, this is what I do. You just said it right there, Lily. You just said it right there. You just said it right there. It's not that she's accustomed to how a man treats her. She's accustomed to how niggas treat her. And then she came across a man. A man is going to treat a woman the same regardless. Niggas be on games and shit. That's the representative type shit. Because niggas feel they got to say and do what females want to hear. But nine times out of ten, if you tell a female the truth, they might just be with the truth. 
because you're being honest. But when you start playing them games and act like you want something and you're not saying what you really want, that's where the confusion comes in. And that's where it becomes a fucked up situation. But niggas do that. Not too many men do that. But it ain't enough niggas done graduated to become men yet. Yeah, it's been a lot of niggas graduate. But at the same time, like I said, it's it's a certain way I it's a certain way I treat females. You know, I'm in a relationship now, so you know, I treat my female a certain way. But when I wasn't in a relationship, I treat females a certain way. I don't I don't feel no extra uh uh type of shit. When I didn't want no relationship, I didn't want no relationship. That didn't mean that, you know, uh, I wouldn't do certain things for you, or I wouldn't make you feel a certain way. You know, that was just that, that's just something that's just in me. I'm gonna make you feel a certain way. I'm gonna make you feel cool because you know I'm the nigga that slang uh, dick to. But that doesn't mean I want to be with you, like period. You know, I did, I just have a certain way that I uh, I cater to the, the the women I be around. Just have that experience. Yeah. You feel me? Like I just had that experience. I I I treat women when I'm uh if I wasn't in a relationship right now, um I would I, 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 I treat women a certain way. And some women look at it like oh I can change him or make him uh you know stop what he's doing and be with him. That never was the case. Because I was more getting me together than I was trying to build a relationship. So, when you first met your significant other, were you in the building for a relationship? Uh, uh, by the time I met Jasmine, mm-hmm. I had already established myself. Um, me personally, I established myself uh, financially. I established myself uh, mentally. And that's what I was searching for. I was searching for a companion. Okay. I wasn't searching for somebody that I just wanted oh, to have a good time with I build myself. Yeah. Yeah. So it wasn't it wasn't no converting because that's what you were already in a mindset for. Yeah, I that that was my mindset. Yeah. I was looking for a companion. Okay. You know, we had both when we first met each other. We both was on that, on the, uh, we didn't want a relationship. That was the first thing both of us said. And it was cool. And we went that way, and we were beautiful that way. About third time, And, uh, it got to, uh, after a while, it got to a point where we realized that, uh, we wasn't exclusive for a year. But we were exclusive for real. Like so, and, and so it was like it was no point of us lying to each other. We matched each other. Like the things that she required, I didn't have no problem uh, taking care of her, and the things that I required, she didn't have no problem with doing. Mm-hmm. And so it, it it was like I, I say, you know, um, uh, this this new age got uh, relationship misconstrued because they think love comes first wasn't love it was it was the communication we provided with each other that we knew uh 
then we wasn't gonna be on no bullshit now. In the first year, yeah, we, we went through a lot of shit. But after that, it was actually just communication and getting getting to what it is and, and what it's supposed to be. Then we didn't look back after that. Yeah. Yeah, so the first year was just pretty much getting your footing. You said what? The first year was pretty much just getting your footing. Yeah. And I was like, you know, she was checking my phone and going through all that, doing that, doing that, all that old extra shit. Uh, me not wanting to go out. Every time she went out, I was like, okay, whatever. You know, she was like, oh, well, I'm. I'm drunk. I'm going to stay over my cousin's house. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Just hang up. Like, not even tripping. And, you know, it wasn't no point in me tripping. Yeah. And then we realized it was one of those things where, okay, like, okay, cool. We solid. Like, let's see what it is. Like I said, at, at, at that point in my life, I was looking for somebody that was solid that I could be in a relationship. At the end of the day, don't nobody want to die alone. If you have to die alone, it just is what it is, and, and that's your faith, and you gotta, again, you gotta take it. But don't nobody want to die alone. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. It's not part of the plan, but yeah, sometimes it happens. All right, so verse two. <clears throat> get my mic. <clears throat> Every time I close my eyes. I see visions of you and I sharing love of a special kind. I got to laugh to keep from crying, to hide all the pain inside. Cause I can't get you off my mind. Cause everybody needs someone to love. And I know that is true. And I know that it's you. I don't understand why you can't be my man. So I better wake up. Stop living in a dream. Yes, I better wake up. Cause I can't lose the love I never had. Hey, as painful as it seems, yes, I better wake up. I cannot lose the love I never had. Oh, it made me realize. I don't want to live apart, but you don't know how hard I try. What do I have to lose? Oh, I think a little bit more than you. And I doubt you will see things clearly before it's too late. Does everybody need someone to love? And I know that it's true. And I know that it's you. I don't understand why you can't be mommy, mommy. Okay. <laughs> That's so, how it is when I'm that in stuck out to me. the car. She does understand. She understands why he can't be the man. Mm -hmm. And that's why she's living that dream. She don't want to face reality-wise. 
It is what it is. Exactly. I, I feel the same way. Like she, she knows what it is. He's already told. Like, like this ain't a song about how he led her on or you know uh, lied to her about anything. This is a song about her just overwhelmed with her emotions of why you don't want to be. Or yeah, because she's giving the Mac Daddy vibes like in full effect. Shout out to Boomerang, like in all its flavor, and she don't get it. That's what y'all trying to say. Yeah, mm. I mean, hey, some people just ain't ready for it or ain't built for it. I think it's I think it's more than that. I think that's on top of. I think that's on top of. Because I do feel like I do feel like at because I mean she had to realize it. So I do feel like at a point she was led on. And then once she once she understood wholeheartedly that this shit ain't going too farther than where it is now. Now she's like, what the fuck? But was she really led on or was she really having such a good time? She felt like this should be different because that's the reality of it. Sometimes women could be having such a good time; they wonder why it's not a relationship, and it's not. It's not a. We're having a good time, like Drake said. I'm not here for a long time. Just time. Yeah. Like so, why can't it just be that? And niggas fall victim to that shit too. Like, um, don't get it twisted. Like, niggas need to understand this shit too. Just because you having the best time in your life with this hoe, it don't mean that that's gonna be yours forever. Yeah. You just enjoy the moment. Like, you people gotta uh, love to enjoy the moment. Yeah. Sometimes that moment can last. Yeah, sometimes the moment is just the moment. Sometimes that moment can only last for a summer in Dubai. (laughs) Summer in Dubai. (laughs) Dubai. Yeah. Oh, shut up. (laughs) Don't be a hater. Don't be a hater all your life. Don't be a hater. I have no reason to hate. I'm tired of playing. But, um. Listen, DJ, man, you're not about to say no. (laughs) <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not gonna let what you just said ride. Like every nigga is privy to that. Shit. For a nigga to get on a lie and say I'm tired of playing, <laughs> for real, fuck for you real. in your journey. <laughs> for real. Oh, you should I make him? Should I, should I make him more mad, Lindsay? Should I make him more mad? Uh, and they turn your own risk. I'm not even paying for these tickets. I'm here for the bullshit. I'm not even paying for these tickets. I get paid to fly and still tired of the plane. All right, and he over the shit. I know you know. I'm one of them people, man. I love my people. I big up my people, man. Shout out to all my people. All my aboriginals. Fly in a shake of flight. 
you niggas give me something to strive for. Hey, no, it's it's a blessing though. It, it was, it's a blessing. Yeah, it's a, a blessing, blessing and a curse. It's a blessing and a curse. I never understood that until now. It's a blessing and a curse. I mean, yeah, every come That's on, man. It, it's a nigga right now tired. Uh, it, it's mad the world and tired for these rich. That I, I mean, it just happened. Yeah, that's true. It's called it's called survivor's guilt. Yeah, that's true. There's some people that you know are mad. That they got to catch the bus or the train to work every day. But, hey, they ain't got to pay car notes and insurance. So Ooh. there is a silver lining. They ain't got to pay $7 for gas. That well, We ain't got to pay. You may have to. Mm. But me and yeah, Lily ain't got to pay $7 for gas. Well, yeah, not, when, I, not, not when I'm not home. Not when I'm not home. I don't have to pay for it. Yeah. But I, I get the privy to see what y'all get to work with. Yeah. And we're complaining. Y'all spoil your gas. I got a homeboy that live in India. And he crying over five. That's what he do. He post up uh, India prices on gas. What was the prices? What's the price? The motherfuckers was pretty high if you think about it. Because he, uh, he posted, I guess they do like the leader system. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how it is out here. It's like a dollar yeah. eleven. I, yeah, so I can't it looks like it's cheap, but yeah. if you think about, you know, what a gallon is versus what a liter is, right. they pay ridiculous. Right, and that's what I was telling people. Like, it's a worldwide issue, so it's not Biden, because I saw that with some French prices, and they had to convert, and it was like a dollar something a liter. But when you convert it to what we do in America, it's like seven something a gallon. Well, I will let y'all know because I haven't filled up my rental yet. I will fill it up and I will let y'all know the difference. Yeah, yeah. Let us know the difference. Because it's what it's a dollar eleven a liter out here right now. Yeah, and it was eighty seven cent last time I was out here. Sure, that was like what six months ago. I think or my nigga posted up. Uh, he posted up. Yeah, in January. Nine a liter. But he drives a military Humvee. Does he? Uh, he, uh, that's what he does. He builds, uh, he builds engine and military parts. And so he ain't paying for gas. Yeah, but whoever. That's all free. Yeah, but a Humvee, golly. Just imagine if he was paying for gas. Yeah, he, <sighs> oh, that's his shit. His shit that he drives around, uh, he had to, he had to pay for that. And I know mine, I got a, I got a Humvee. Yeah, you know, I mean, that's how me and this nigga connect. Cause both of us got home. Because y'all both insane. That's why. Ain't <laughs> <laughs> nobody. I want a Hummer today. Let me go get hey, me a listen. Hummer. <laughs> I'm, I'm a child of the '90s. Nine miles to the gallon. Listen, I'm a child <laughs> of the '90s, and so when niggas said they pushing Hummers for the summer, I couldn't wait to get a Hummer. Can't do hey, it. I seen it. And that motherfucker was bad, and I said I want it, and I I bought it. Right? Yeah. I, I was just wanted, and plus I wanted to, uh, I wanted to uh, show my daughter. Like, I I wanted to give my daughter like some real nice to uh to ride to, like, because I was driving like a Nissan uh, Murano at first, and I was like, she can't leave the hospital in a Nissan Murano. That's whack. Like I had to. I wanted to make sure she left the uh, the hospital. What you mean? That's that's a baby infinity. 
say the same thing my brother said. That's a lovely infinity. What you mean? I didn't like it. Yeah. I didn't like it at all. My brother said the same thing. Like, it ain't nothing but an infinity. Like, you just get to infinity, you just got a different implement. I'm like, yeah, whatever. I want something that I'ma be nice with. Like right. I'm a I'm a I'm a get her up out of this motherfucker looking like a boss. Right. Pushing motherfuckers out the way. from Mary J. Blige, but... <laughs> <laughs> you know, this, 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 this the hard left we choose, Man, I'm sorry. We, we do I'm that. Sorry. We do that. So, um, I messed it up. Nah, you straight. Do you have any final thoughts, DJ? Final thoughts? Mm-hmm. Well, I know some of the topics. My final I'm going to just recap what I can't think to recap. Orlando Brown, just got to pray for that brother. Yeah. Cause uh I feel with some truth and a lot of that he says he just comes off that way, being a young child celebrity. And uh hey, like like Lily said, we, we gotta pray for our people. So it's a, it's a lot of lost souls out there that's trying to get heard, but it always come off as crazy or drugs, but sometimes mm-hmm. it's it's a lot of truth in what people say. Yeah. And when they speak on certain people and they appear to be saying, you tend to believe that one that appears to be saying when they really be talking some shit. But it's all love. That's my final. All love to the ish we talk. Probably one of y'all biggest fans. Oh, we got to tap in with y'all. Yeah. I appreciate We that. appreciate you. Cheers. Yeah. And hey, knowing the slick ass nigga you is, I appreciate that shit. <laughs> oh, I gotta be all that. <laughs> hey, no, hey, that's no. I, I'm not disrespecting no, you, my nigga. DJ, <laughs> you one of the smoothest dudes that have been on this podcast. I respect you because how you know what I'm saying, how you wordplay and the things you say. You know what I'm saying? They relevant and they and, and they make sense. And it's you know. Getting off that you look like a porn star. <laughs> what? Whoa! Whoa. <laughs> I think you may have tapped out on that part. Well, okay. Yeah. yeah. I didn't see that part. Yeah. Uh, I think you tapped out on that part. Yeah, yeah. I missed that. <laughs> oh, hold on, hold on. Okay, so I was bringing that. Hey. Okay. Yeah, my brother. Uh, you ever heard of Rico Strong? I'll bring back Strong I'm listening. You ever heard of Rico Strong? Yeah. I mean, I know these motherfuckers. <laughs> but okay. I... Okay, so I said earlier, I said, you look like a chubby Rico Strong. Wow. And I was like, okay. So when I realized who you look like, I was like, the shit he be talking. Like, the last time he was on this podcast and the shit he was talking, I was like, okay, boom, that makes sense because, um, one, he a Cali bred nigga. Two, he kind of looked like this porn star. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
Hey, that this shit is gonna forever be hilarious. <laughs> hey, this next time I come to Kansas out. City, we are linking up. having a little issue there with the audio but um jerry's final thoughts uh, jerry's final thoughts um we know we've been through these uh we talked about we talked about um the whole thing with uh orlando uh uh Brent. uh let's speak on this Mental health is real, everybody. Uh, please understand you need to uh, monitor and check yourself at a certain point. Uh, at the same time, do not allow somebody to get you off your square how you feel about things. Like, niggas can call you crazy and niggas can say that uh, what you're saying is wrong or what you're saying is not valid, and that's a false narrative, you know. Some of us just need a little extra help, and I hope we get that. If you don't get that, uh, please don't feel like you have to label yourself as a person that has problems, and don't think what you, uh, the thing you and the, and, and the things that's going on in your mind has no <coughs> definitely does. <coughs> so my Jerry final thoughts is yeah, my, my Jerry final thoughts would be to make sure that you take care of how you feel and what you feel and monitor it in a way where it's an understanding with you first before it's an understanding with everybody else. That's the only way it's going to make sense to the world. You have to understand it first. Understand what you're saying before you say it. <clears throat> and as always, take care of yourself and others. All right. So that is episode 53 of the Ish We Talk. And we'll see you guys. <clears throat> in two weeks on episode 54. Bye. Thank you, guys.